Hello! How are you guys doing out there? This is Dane Alves with an episode of Dane Rants. Uh, a show for new listeners in which I do where I come on here with a good friend of mine and we break down some stuff and sometimes I rant. Uh, sometimes positive, sometimes it's uh, aggressive. I'm not going to say negative because it's my opinion. Why would I say it's a negative opinion? That doesn't make any sense. Anyways, but uh, you guys hear this. Uh, every once in a while I like putting these out, talking about stuff. And I got my buddy, Abe Greer, from Hyper Entertainment joining me, uh, you know, to talk about some Marvel and DC stuff. Um, how you doing, Abe? You having a good night? Having a fantastic night. Thank you for asking. Well, was, we're, we're... Yeah. Yeah, you know. Well, we're... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Having a great day. This episode of Dane Rands is brought to you by Mary Chain. Anyways, um, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna have fun talking about this stuff because, you know, unfortunately, and, and it's due to a lot of social media people that we interact with. Um, the whole comic book movie, I would say, area of things, it's it's kind of it's it's oversaturated a little bit, and and I think that uh, there's been a lot of uh, negative Nancys uh, in e- either place, Marvel or DC. But we got some cool stuff to talk about, I think, and uh, I'm looking forward to uh, you know talking to Abe and letting you guys know my opinions on things. Um, and yeah, that, and then we'll go from there, basically. Sounds good to me. Sounds great. Sounds great. All right. Should we do Marvel stuff or DC stuff first? There's a whole chunk of DC. Let's do DC. All right, let's let's start off with DC. So this was either Sunday night or Monday this last week as we record on the 12th um, Saturday night. For some reason, on the Warner Brothers lot, uh, the Hollywood Reporter had someone on within that area and saw a meeting between David Zaslav, um, head of Warner Brothers now, uh, also head of Discovery, uh, basically was the one who was in charge of this merger, got rid of reshaped DC, now has made it DC Studios, has gotten uh, both James Gunn to be more of the creative side, while Peter, uh, I always forget the gentleman's last name, is it? It's not Skarsgård, but it's something like that. Um, Peter Safran. Sorry about that. Safran. So the guy that, you know, produced uh, a large chunk of James Wan's movies and also the later DC movies, including The Suicide Squad, uh, they're now in charge. He is getting stuff in place, and it looks like trying to alleviate problems between past directors and, you know, people – that were mad at the old regime. Your Christopher Nolans, for instance. Um, your Denny Villeneuve. See, seems like he's trying to patch things up. Mm-hmm. So this is the story itself. This is what we know. He had lunch, a long lunch. Ended up like you know, going pretty much all day with uh, Steven Spielberg, and Peter Safran was called, and then ended up at that same lunch. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was coincidental, and also Christopher Nolan. And, uh, you know, later, Steven Spielberg was uh, said uh, was said something in an article to the extent of, you know, what the old regime did to people at Warner Brothers uh, as far as Christopher Nolan and people getting kind of screwed 
with not putting them in theaters for 2021. And we won't get into that whole entire thing, but the fact it seems like, like I said, if Christopher Nolan's there, I think they're mending stuff uh, from the past, which is good for the movies. But like, you know, just to get to beat around a long fucking bush to finally finish his whole entire sum up, Steven Spielberg, arguably the greatest all around, you know, director, be able to do any genre of our generation. Uh, Christopher Nolan, who had issues, but also worked on obviously the greatest trilogy. I feel like, uh, you know, up there with Star Wars and a lot with the Dark Knight trilogy. Had a great relationship with Warner Brothers. The head of DC, business-wise, producing-wise, and the head of Warner Brothers. Yes. I I don't know, Abe. I I just feel like that doesn't happen normally. We'll get into, like, what people are theorizing based on this encounter, which is really fun to talk about. Mm -hmm. But first, what do you think when you hear these four gentlemen talking amongst each other for several hours on the Warner Brothers lot just uh, eating and I'm sure having fucking champagne and shit later on or something. I don't know. Maybe crab cakes? Uh, man, that, they look like crab cake people. I could see that. I could see them eating crab cake. Maybe like some, um, you know, some blooming onion or something. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe some dip with some like... Cocaine? <laughs> yeah, 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 you know, just a little bit. Just a little, just a little bit. Spielberg's like, Spiel, Spielberg's like, I'll just take a little snoot. Uh... <laughs> oh man well i can tell you that um when you go and get somebody of the caliber of a james Gunn, when you go and get him to run your operation it, it, you, you're already going in the right direction that is a great way to start then you go get peter saffron you you mentioned his accolades earlier i mean he's produced some of the some he's produced some awesome things and he has a lot of experience, a lot of relationships. So I'm not even thinking about Nolan and Spielberg. I'm just thinking about the guys who you've named to run your brand new DC studios. You know, your own thing. You're going to try to separate like Marvel did and run your own your own division. So I'm already excited because Peacemaker was arguably the best. Like, Peacemaker was arguably better than anything Marvel had done. That one show. Like, Peacemaker yep. was amazing. Um, so... And, you know, and that's James Gunn. And then you also get Guardians, which is fantastic. I'm looking forward to seeing this um, holiday special and and the third movie, because I know that'll be his last foray with Marvel, because once he starts going full DC, he won't be able to dabble dabble between the two. I think it's an exclusive deal where he can't he can't do anything with Marvel once he is the head of DC. Um, So that's got me excited already. I'm thinking Superman is going to be. They're going. I think James Gunn gets the need for you to have another Superman movie. I think they understand the process of how to make these things work. Like um, you know, no disrespect to Zack Snyder. He did some good stuff, but his vision was just too big. It was too grandiose. <laughs> I, I, you know, we we didn't need that. We needed just a simple another simple Superman movie. Maybe use you know, Brainiac or. You know, maybe bring in like a Metallo or, you know, just another, you know, another villain for him to fight and um, build the foundation. Jumped in too fast. James Gunn gets it. You saw what he did with Peacemaker. I mean, he takes these characters and he just makes you like all of them. You know, um, 
his vision is fantastic. His track record is impeccable. You know, um, one of my favorite movie, movies, Slither, from like 06, 05, 06. Yep. Such a great movie. Um, James Gunn is the right guy, and his brother will be involved, I'm sure, who's also <laughs> just another bonus to your operation. Um, I, I'm So, you know, not even... I don't even mention the fact that they were talking to Spielberg and Nolan. Like, that's awesome. But just when I saw that Gunn and Saffron were leading this thing, I got more excited for the for DC stuff than I have in a long time. I think they get it. Peacemaker didn't give it. Like, that show did not give a shit about social boundaries and woke. And they just made what they wanted to make, you know? And it was... By the way, really, not to get off track too much, would you say that The Rock... Do you think... Would it be a... a misinformed or a, a, a dumb statement for me to say that John Cena is a better actor than The Rock. Yeah, I, I think I think you're right. Um, <clears throat> I think The Rock's a great action hero. He's a great movie star. I've seen him act and perform well in a couple films, but one of them was a film that like I don't think anyone saw, which was uh, the one what the hell is it? It's not Narc. It's uh, where his son gets in trouble. Is, it, uh, is with, that Faster? No, it's it's okay. it, it it was early in his career, but it was um basically his son gets in trouble with drugs, and they use him as like a a mule, if you will, to try to do something with an operation or operation. I don't know. It it was good basically, but John Cena, he just understands, I think, the emotional levity. I don't know, Cena. It, it, a lot of people just don't realize, like the guys. He's tough, but he's dealt with a lot of uh, sad stuff. So he, I think he has the the places that he can go, basically, based on his life. Because mostly just from dealing with, um, you know, kids on their way out and doing all those make-a-wishes. He has the, the record by far as the most uh, make-a-wish. Mm. Uh, so that, that definitely, that, that kind of killed his uh, want to... Um, have children I know and just uh took a lot of took a lot on him but um sorry for the damper all of a sudden the conversation oh no, it's okay sometimes you gotta go through that he's a good dude man I like him good Boston kid you know yeah I think John Cena's acting range is is, is much broader than the Rock. yeah I feel like the rock is kind of and I don't I don't think that take this or I'm not saying this as an insult but is like uh Arnie, basically, back in the day, like I oh. think Arnold had more range than The Rock. The The Rock's he's a very likable guy. And don't get me wrong, he's and I think that's what made him such a great wrestler. I mean, he, he's super likable. He has charm. I mean, to the heavens, he's 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 absolutely he's so lovable. But I think that's his crutch in acting because that's the range he really plays. Now with Black Adam, I thought. One of the reasons I wasn't excited about it, still, you know, to stay on the DC thing, one of the reasons I wasn't too excited about Black Adam is because I was thinking, can The Rock carry this? Can he carry this movie, you know, yeah. the whole way, the whole way? And um, and he did. And I'm not the biggest Rock fan as an actor. I'm I'm just not. So um, I never really have been. I think he's okay, you know. Um, but he he did he did a really good job, and I enjoyed it. So. You know, I have to give him credit when it's due. But John yeah, Cena's man. range, man. John Cena's range in Peacemaker is nuts. And he, he covers so many emotions. 
<laughs> so many different phases. It's, it's nuts. Yeah, and uh, that's the thing. It's like you kind of hope that somehow at some point, and maybe now with some of the stuff they're going to be going through uh, creatively, that you get to see John Cena's Peacemaker on screen with Black Adam for no fucking reason, just so right. they can like you know have some type of banter back and forth. Right. Um, they're kind of like rated R uh, Thor and Captain America, so it it just works out pretty well. I love uh, it. But yeah, um, I'm I'm I still haven't seen Black Adam. I I do want to see it. Uh, but you know, The Rock is The Rock. He like I said, he's kind of like I'm not trying. It's very similar to Arnold in a lot of ways, but, you know. Uh, but anyways, uh, what were we originally talking about? Just going off a little bit. But, uh, no, no, the coolness about this, though, Abe, though, is the 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 speculation. So we do know, because of The Rock being involved partially and pushing for it, he's the reason why, spoiler alert, I mean, it's pretty well known, the Rock revealed it two weeks before the fucking movie came out. Right. Henry Cavill's Superman came back. The old regime didn't want to do it. Zaslav was like, "Yeah, definitely, go for it." When they got, you know, involved, so they went and recorded that last scene, uh, in which I have not seen, but whatever. They're doing something else. We get the announcements that Henry Cavill's back for a Superman film. The whole idea, just because, I mean, I love Steven Spielberg just for his. All of the fucking amazing movies he's I mean, done. Self-explanatory. The the fact that he kind of created before he kind of went off and did some passion projects and whatnot, especially recently, mm-hmm. um, you know, he created the tentpole film. He created the the summer blockbuster, Jaws, and you know later E.T. and Indiana Raiders Jones, Art. exactly, and then Close Jurassic Encounters. Park, Close, Close Encounters. Encounters. Yo, kinds of. I mean, he's just the guy, man, and he can do any genre. He's, exactly. He, he's done everything that he's done everything. I just have my face to the on paper. Excuse me. <laughs> but yeah, he's he's done everything. Um, I mean, you know. So wouldn't it be awesome to see a Superman movie directed by Steven Spielberg? Wouldn't that be like it the would. best thing ever? It would. That would man. I would I, and not only that, not only that for. It would be great for DC to get like that level of a director to do a Superman movie, but also to see Steven Spielberg return to form, if you will. One of his probably going to be if, if if this were to happen, that would be probably one of his last films. He's 75, so I'm sure he doesn't have too many. But to kind of go back to his roots, creating the concept that ended in, ended up being what Marvel films in a lot of way kind of are built off of and comic book films are. So going to Superman, who's arguably the most well-known superhero, Henry Cavill playing him, um, fucking epic. And if for some reason they decide they don't want to bring Jesse Eisenberg back for whatever reason, um, which would be great. Uh, you could get Matt Smith. He's he's really doing well on the uh, Game of Thrones front. So I, I just see I that. don't I don't I don't want to do that that whole thing again. I'm sorry. Yeah. It, it, if he was playing Riddler. Like Ben Affleck's Riddler, it would have been fine, but uh, yeah, Matt Smith I think would kill that role, but that's just my opinion. But yeah, I want Brainiac, I want something intergalactic, I want something threatening on that type of level, and I love that Brainiac is a robot that is from Krypton and basically consumes the information and kind of destroys the planet, like Galactus consumes the life forms. Yes. Yes. You know, it's yes. 
Yeah. It's cool. It's yes. it would be different. Um, I don't know exactly what you do for voice, but you could have multiple characters. But I want this to be. I want. I kind of want Superman. Honestly, you know, we did Man of Steel. I don't know if we need to do Man of Steel two, or maybe Man of Tomorrow would be the the. Uh, that sounds like more of the third movie, but. What do you think, Abe? Would you like to see Steven Spielberg direct a Superman film with Henry Cavill leading it? Um, just tell me what time. Tell me what time the show <laughs> is. Just let me. Just let me know when I need to be there. I'm on the way. Uh, I, I mean, yeah, obviously, I I wanted a Man of Steel too before they, you know, before Batman versus Superman. When I first saw Batman v Superman, I thought that was a bad idea. Personally, I was like, that's not a good idea because. Why? Uh, we just had Batman just like a year ago. You know, I mean, two years ago with the Dark Knight Rises. Like, we, and you're gonna bring a whole new one in here? It doesn't seem earned. And, and like, none of that seemed earned. It's kind of like they wasted the whole um, Dark Knight Returns story. They kind of just wasted the whole thing. Well, that could have been such a good story if they really did it. You know, if they really did it like the right way. And you know, it really went yep. into it. And um. So that was a bad idea. We should have we should have received a Man of Steel two before we got anything else. Before we saw Wonder Woman, before we saw Batman, before any of that, you know, because they set it up, you know, they set up such a good character. I know that movie gets a lot of hate. Like it's, it's not widely accepted, but I, I st- I'm still of sound mind that it's the best Superman movie ever made, and um, I, I'll watch it now and I still enjoy it. I, I think he's great. I love the fighting, the action, the effects. Um, so yeah, we should have received. We we needed. We're, we're long overdue for Man is Still Two with Henry Cavill. Like we need it. Then you put Steven Spielberg in front of it. I don't know what to expect. I would have to say it would be. It has to be something like a Brainiac story, or um, which I, that's who I want to see more than anybody for a villain. I would like to see Brainiac because um, we haven't seen him, and um, he he's a he's a big enough threat. Where he could take up a whole movie, you know, he, he doesn't have to be a side character. You don't even need anybody else, really. You could have Lex there if you need, you know, just because it's Lex. But you don't need to have him. Brainiac could cover it by himself. You might even be able to bring other people in to help Superman, you know, um, if need be, you know. Um, but yeah, man, with James Gunn and Peter Safran coming in and his whole new regime, I wouldn't care if they wiped out everything. <laughs> to be honest, I wouldn't care if they just say, you know what. Forget all of that. Forget it all. I just want to know what Flashpoint is going to do to the continuity, because this kind of goes into our next subject relating to DC and and another uh, announcement that was made. Yeah, is is that they're gonna basically have all the movies, television, and video games linked up, so all they're all gonna be canonically the same canon. Uh, which also means that when it comes to movies like The Batman, that franchise, Joker, and whatever they decide to separate, those are, you know, the fact that this is a multiverse. They're completely going into that, but they're literally going to have a lot of shows to be within the same universe, a lot of video games you play to be a part of it, to introduce more characters, which in a lot of ways makes sense. I remember when Arrow first came out and and Flash came out shortly after that, I kind of was like, you know, I kind of wish that these guys were just the ones that were going to be in the movies. It would be kind of 
you know, I know that it's a different platform, but it didn't bother me at the same time. Anyways, like getting back to this, what the fuck is Flashpoint going to do? If we do see Flashpoint in theaters, and I'm still skeptical it, about it. I was about to ask you, are you, do you think they'll even release it? Because I don't, I don't. Now that he's, he's, he's looking at what, tw- this is off of one offense in court and he has several was like 25 years in prison or some shit like that. So I don't I'm, know. I think that's going to be a movie that's going to get lost in the sauce. Like, um, like Superman lives or that Wonder Woman show with Adrian Pilecki. You know, there's been like so many different shows that, yeah, that got made but never got released. I think that's Flash. Justice League Mortal with Justice from, League um, like that. With yeah, wasn't wasn't that um George Romero? Not not George. George Romero. Miller. George Miller. Thank you, bro. Thank you. That was George Miller's version. Yeah, yeah. And then I think Guillermo del Toro was supposed to do one at one point. It was like a well, dark. He was attached to it or something. Speaking of Gil, uh, Guillermo del Toro, to talk more about, you know, and, and most of this is just conjecture between me and Abe. Like, we're not this. I'm going to tell you if it's a rumor. Okay. This is fact, everyone. This is 100% <laughs> fact. Jesus. Everything Christ. we say is gold. James Gunn <laughs> likes weird characters, he likes obscure characters. So expect to get some obscure characters, I would say, within the DC universe. Um, one of the rumors going around right now, and this is kind of confusing towards, you know, it seems like they're going to be definitely recasting Flash. I, I have no idea how the fuck they don't get around that. John Stewart is getting his own show now instead of the original one that was coming out, but he's still going to be involved in whatever Green Lantern movie they're doing. So then I'm, I don't know if they're going to have Hal. Um, there's rumors that... Um, Guy? The, the rumor... Well, yeah, and then there's also Guy, but like that whole the the show with the two actors originally for that, I forgot what the actors' names were. They were gonna play Guy and I forgot who the other one in the show. That's not happening anymore. Okay. Um, uh, it was there's a fucking rumor going around, and this is cool, but I I would not believe or put too much into it that Glenn Powell is gonna be the new Hal Jordan, and they're even looking at Joseph. Um, what is it, Kaczynski, the one that did, uh, Mich- or not Mission Impossible, Top Gun Maverick, mm-hmm. to direct a Green Lantern movie? That, that sounds that sounds a little too good to be true. I don't know about that. How do you feel? That would be awesome. I'd be down. To me, Glenn looks like he could play Hal, but based on that performance, I'd rather him for Guy. But I'd be down. I mean, actually, shit, do Miles Teller as Hal Jordan, do him as Guy Gardner. And whoever plays John has his own show too. That would be fucking cool. Um, but when it comes to comic book movies, I'm always of the mind that I like seeing unknowns. I like unknowns to come into the role. You know, actually, I, like Thor, for instance. Chris Hemsworth. I know he'd done some stuff before he was Thor, I and mean, he was an Australian soap opera actor, and he did some movies. And, and I think I first actually saw him in Star Trek. That that first reboot, the J.J. Abrams one. He was like, I think he was Captain Kirk's dad or something. And that was the first time I saw him. And I was like, oh, wow. So that's the guy who's going to be Thor, huh? And, um, but he, he was able to be Thor, you know, without any kind of, um, you know, negative criticism about, you know, oh, he's not this or he's not that. He's not. He was Thor. Robert Downey Jr. is a, another good example. He's not an unknown by any means. But when he was chosen to be Iron Man, he was pretty much out of the public's eye. Like, people didn't even look at him as an actor anymore, especially kids. They had no idea who he was, you know, so he was able to be it. 
And now we've gotten to the point where it's like they're going to get A-list talent like immediately, even Marvel. And that's troubling to me sometimes because I'm like, sometimes I just want to grow with the character. Um, now, the Glenn Powell, the Glenn Powell, that's his name, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's a good person to play a Green Lantern because he's not too big. You know, I think he could grow into the role. Miles Teller, on the other hand, I don't know, man. I just want to see some new people, some new faces. Um, I, but, I mean, you know, to kind of... I understand what you're saying, but at the same time, Robert Downey Jr. playing Iron Man, he was a much higher level than Miles Teller is right now. You know? You think so? Like, at the time? Oh, yeah, he had been around. He did Weird Science. He did, yeah, no, he for did, sure. He was... He was up for an Oscar for Gandhi, or not Gandhi, but fucking um, Chaplin. Uh, yes, thank you. No, for so he sure. had a little bit of credibility before no, he had a downfall. Lot. He had a, oh, for sure, bro. I, I don't want to disrespect his career. His career was fantastic before his downfall. But in 2008, when that movie came out, came out, he'd done some small things. He was like, he did like Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. I think yeah. he did Zodiac. Um, you know, he'd done a couple of things, but in the public's eye at that time, he wasn't a big actor. He wasn't really anything. He was just, you know, Rob Downey Jr., the the fuck up. You know, I mean, the guy who does drugs and that's all, you know, but Iron Man changed everything for him. It actually made the second career like he's more famous now than he ever was. Then would you would you agree with that? Oh, yeah. No, he's he's at a household name type of level. Um it took, you know, he, he kind of had that, uh, he did Kicks His King, Bang Bang, obviously, then he did Iron Man, and then by fucking um, Tropic Thunder. Yeah, yeah. It was like was he it. was that back. Was that was and it. Then, yeah. Was it. It's, so, how, so, one question ahead, to you. Please. So if, if they do this Jon Stewart thing, I don't know if they never showed him playing the character, but should they, should they get Trevante Rhodes to play Jon Stewart in this new Green Lantern I don't know if it's going to be an HBO Max series or whatever the fuck they're doing, but um, I liked him. I thought he was really good in Moonlight years ago. That's pretty much the only movie I remember him in. But when I heard that he was supposed to be the guy that was supposed to play Jon Stewart in that, um, that really intrigued me, basically. Played Mike Tyson, too, right? Oh, yeah, he is playing Mike Tyson. Or did he already play it? Well, yeah, it's already that show's already out, so... Yeah, oh, he played shit, Mike I never Tyson. Saw that. Me either. I, I didn't. I didn't see it either. But yeah, he played Mike Tyson. So um, I think when it comes to John Stewart, it's like, you know, any any black actor has been at one point in their career <laughs> attached to John Stewart. I think. Some, sometimes it gets a little played out. Like I yeah, honestly, yeah, yeah. like I used to get not offended because I love the character of John Stewart, but I used of to course. get offended when. Idris Elba would be, it's like Idris, exactly, exactly. like Idris Elba could play a million fucking people exactly. in the DC universe. Why would you pick Jon Stewart? Imagine him as Martian Manhunter or Darkseid or fucking oh, Mongol or, oh, you man. know, Dark Side just would be, a, be creative. He's, he's got range of like, I don't know. That's, that's like, that's, that's it, typecasting. They had Tyrese playing Jon Stewart at one point. In the geek no, 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 no. Tyrese believed he was going to play Jon Stewart at one point. Yeah, <laughs> true. He's taking pictures of him right outside fucking Warner Brothers Studios like, having a meeting. It's like, no, you weren't. Oh, man. That, no, that, that's true. I just, um, you, you know, when it comes to something like a like Green Lantern, well, this is DC's issue right here. They're worried about making stuff connect. 
stop it. Just stop. Let Marvel yeah. do let Marvel have that. Okay? Marvel did it. They did it effectively. And and now they're they they've earned to be where they are right now. You're trying to get it easily. And you just tried it and it didn't work. Just just make your things. If they connect, then cool. If they don't, then yeah. they don't. Like the Batman was this is what I was saying, talking to my buddy about the other day, bro. I think overall, over the last, like, in, in Marvel's Phase 4, in every DC project that's come out during that phase, I think DC's won overall because the Batman was better than every other Phase movie besides Black Panther to me. Like, I love the Batman. I just watched it the other day with my sister. She had never seen it. And she, she was like, wow, this is so different. I was like, right? It's so different. It's like, they weren't worried about making it connect and doing all this stuff. They're like, let's just make an awesome movie. Just do that. And I think James Gunn, he, he knows. He gets it. I mean, um, he just understands how to make quality product. If it connects, it connects. If it doesn't, you know, so what? And I'm excited with James Gunn being able to, you know, kind of just be like, I'm going to have trust in directors. And I'm going to get directors, friends of mine, that I know could do this. Oh, remember when my buddy Gomel Del Toro wanted to do Justice League Dark and mm-hmm. then it fell through right at the last minute? Why don't we get him back fucking on board to do that so he can flesh out Swamp let, Thing and, and let him do what he wants. Exactly. And, and take your hands off, you know, and stop being stop micromanaging because you see what that does. It gets you Batman v Superman. Yep. That's what you get when you when you meddle. Or really, even please. worse. Suicide Squad one. Oh, don't even get me started, bro. That's because I was about to go on a small rant anyway. So don't, yeah, don't add that to it, please. <laughs> no, but um, Dr- I release the David Air cut, damn it, bro. I remember seeing um, Batman v Superman. I, I went to Florida to visit my brother, and me and my buddy Drex went and watched it. And we went and watched Batman v Superman. Walked out the movie theater. We both sat on the back of his truck on tailgate. Just looked at each other for like 30 seconds. And I was like, was that whack, bro? And he was like, yeah, I think so. I was like, damn, I thought it was, right? I just wanted to make sure it was just me. Well, it wasn't just me. I was like, that was whack. It was whack, right? That time period sucked being a DC fan, especially when you have friends that are like I did that were like, you know, big Marvel fans and stuff like that. And they went with me to Suicide Squad. And they're looking at me afterwards, and I'm like, it wasn't that bad! I like Jared Leto! Fuck! And I it was, was just mad. It was pretty bad. It, Suicide Squad was just a long... It was like a music video. It was, it was so choppy and so... Well, it was sporadic. made by a fucking company that cut yes. commercials and goddamn music videos. So, yes. Yes. Uh, Makes sense. I just, just, and too much but, meddling. Too, too much, you know, executive meddling. And I don't... And that's and to get, get it around back to this, I don't think David Zaslav's going to do that. I think he's going to allow James Gunn and Peter Safran to do their thing and to clean this up, keep what they want together. You know, if they want to keep Gal Gadot, but they're going to probably have to recast the flash, maybe throw green lantern in whatever they want to do. Just don't worry about the fucking past. Just pick what you want and get to wherever with or without flashpoint. I was assuming flashpoint was going to make everything condense into something. You know, we're always going to like, like we said, have those separate, the Batman films, Stuff like that. There's no reason, really, if they did a Justice League Dark, we needed to interact with anything else. I mean, they could fucking do the Metal Men, for Christ's sakes. I And like I said, with James Gunn behind it, I'm all right. Um, they were talking I, about doing Metal Men back in, like, the 
late 2000s, early 2010s. They, they, I remember they were talking about that for a long time. Yeah, I'm, 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 I can't wait to see what they bring to the HBO Max app because the stuff related to the Batman sounds awesome. Michael B. Jordan's um, series that uh, I don't know if it's still happening, but that he wanted to do of uh, Val Zod and have like an episodic show with him playing it and producing it. That's awesome too. Like a lot of the the concepts I'm hearing, and then now we're gonna have ones that are gonna be within this universe as well. So. Who knows? Maybe we'll get a, a Joe Manganiello Deathstroke, show, you know, show or something like that. Um, so there's a lot of positive things happening. I would say, Abe. Man, the, the and and you know, a lot of people be, will bash DC. You know, a lot of fanboys, and and but they you have to sit back and really look at the recent track record. It's been splendid. If you really sit and, and look at it, like the Batman was amazing. The Peacemaker was really good. So the, the the Suicide Squad was not the most amazing movie, but it was definitely refreshing coming off of what, fun. you know. Yeah, it was fun, man. It was really fun, you know, coming off of everything else being so serious. This Now, I have to count the Snyder Cut in this as well because I loved it. Um, Me too. So I feel like DC has been actually killing it low-key. Black Adam was, was hey, solid. Hey, did you, did you see... Um, Birds of Prey, and is there any hope for that franchise going forward the, within this? The fantabulous Emancipation of Harley, that movie? Yeah, how she's constipated with that the title, awful. whatever the fuck it was. Oh, it was awful. Oh, it was okay. awful. It was horrible. Should we keep the actress? Like, I really want a kind of, um, what, what's something to, like, not so much like they're bad, but, uh, what were the the the, the couple uh, and they were cowboys? Bonnie and Clyde type of story, but they're still heroes. But it's Black Canary and Green Arrow. Um, oh, is anyone worth cool. is anyone worth saving? Because you also have Mary. Um, God damn it, I can't remember the chick from um, Scott Pilgrim playing Huntress. Yeah, Can you save anyone yeah. from there, or are they done pretty much. Um, they wasted the characters, Black Canary especially. Um, that's you do, if you go, if, when you do Dinah, man, you gotta do her with some respect. She's yeah. Black Canary is a powerhouse in the comics world. I mean, I think everybody knows that. This you gotta do it right. So scrap what you just did, start over. Um, I what about uh? Oh, hey, uh, she's got the bombshell look going for her right now. Is Anna Diarmez? I always, you know, since she came on the scene, I always thought that she would be a great uh, Black Canary. Mm, I don't know, man. That accent is thick. Even when I watched the Marilyn Monroe movie, I was like, she was very. That accent is hard to it's hard to hide. She yeah, has she, has, she has a problem with that. And and where is she from? She's from some type Cu- of Spanish Cuba. Country. Cuba. Yeah. She's yeah. Cuba. I don't know. I think that there's someone out there that could play a really great Black Canary. I I, I don't think... I. Ooh. Now. Now here's look. This is not to get off track, but it's a Marvel thing. Um, Anya Taylor Joy, I think that's her name. Oh, from Queen's, from Queen's Gambit. I don't think she'd be a good Black Canary, but I, if if Marvel chooses to use her again as um as um as Ileana, magic. As, as, exactly as magic. If if they choose to use her as Ileana again, then God, they I'm, had a great cast. Who with that? Yeah, she was a fantastic magic. I was. I love to see her play that again. I love to see her well, play that again. I'm trying to think, but um, here's here's one thing that's not fan casting and talking about obscure characters that don't necessarily have to involve 
the Justice League or anything like that, but it's kind of confusing. So essentially, uh, Jason Momoa was doing some type of interview, and or no, no, I think he was just online talking on Twitter, and he said that today was a huge day. He was saying thank you to Maestro and that there's some big news coming very soon. So this took everyone into fucking 50 million different ways to interpret it. Um, and if you saw headlines, these were bullshit. This is just conjecture because apparently uh, Andy Muschietti is called Maestro a lot of times from his actors. Uh, people were assuming that since regardless of if the Flash will make it to theaters, people at Warner Brothers and the test audience were really happy with the movie itself. So maybe Andy would be directing the Justice League. Maybe that's what Jason was excited about. Then James uh, Gunn put a picture of Lobo and tagged, I think, Jason Momoa in it. And now people have been asking what's going on with this. And I do know Momoa is a huge Lobo fan. I do know that like, he's kind of like not bullshitting about that. I've seen pictures of him with like, you know, collections and shit of it. Um, but even if it wasn't in the same universe, even if you really worked hard on the face, it's just going to be weird to have one actor play Aquaman and Lobo. So who knows if that's even true? We're just interpreting him saying, thank you, Maestro. I have some really big news. I can't wait to tell you guys. This is like the happiest day of my life. That's what he said. And all this type of shit came off of it. You hear this, Abe. What do you think about the rumors? You know, is is Andy Machete did such a good job with this Flash movie we never see? Is he going to be doing Justice League 2? Is that what it means? Uh, is Momoa talking about James Gunn as Maestro? You know, Maestro is actually what you call a director no matter what. But, you know, um, and is, is he going to play Lobo? What do you think? No. 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 And no. No. I think all that's... I don't think any of that has any kind of weight or any gravity to it whatsoever. I think it's all just people reading into it too much and making stories and making headlines. I don't see him playing because, frankly, quite frankly, I don't think Jason Momoa is that great. Personally, I think he's a handsome guy and he's it's marketable, you know. But I I didn't like him as Aquaman. I I think they could have went a whole different direction. So if he is Lobo, that's cool, but. Now, and you could also put Lobo in a Superman movie. Easily. You could also, you could also recast Aquaman and have Jason Momoa play, play Lobo. Lobo. No, you could do that. I, you could do that. I agree And with I you. have no problem with that. Uh, yeah, it's it, it's, it's going to be interesting because it's all about... So, you know, say they do get Glenn Powell to play Green Lantern. Or um, I forgot the actor that's rumored from 1917 that might replace Ezra Miller. Um, I can't remember. But awesome, awesome choice if that's anywhere near true because I was a big fan of 1917. Oh, uh, George, George, uh, George McKay, I believe is his name. Okay. But like, it seems like there's changing up. Henry's gonna stay. He's definitely gonna be there. Will Gal Gadot and will oh, Jason Momoa not. continue? Oh, uh, or not. are or are they gonna like play this kind of like James oh. Bond where they can cast whoever and keep on continuing? Or some shit like that, because we have Henry. Uh, Ezra Miller's definitely getting recast. What do you think about that? Like, what do you think that gal's gonna continue? God, please no, please no. 
Please no. I, so I, you're I, saying find someone else. She's awful. Diana. She is awful. She's, you know, she's she, fine. She, she, she's fine because they made you think she was fine, and that's not disrespecting you. Or you know, your brain and your mental capacity. I'm saying that for everybody because I'm in the same boat. Well, it's like, yeah, I guess. Yeah, you know who? Like, honestly, <laughs> you know, you need like, an yeah, actress. Sure. She, she's beautiful. She's she's charming. Yeah, yeah she's, sure. She, you know, but the thing is, yeah, the, uh, even this is how I feel honestly about fucking She Hulk too. But I'm not gonna even get into it. That's but like cool. to me, I don't. I, someone like a Sigourney Weaver should be playing Diana, if that makes sense. Someone with gravitas that's a badass that you could just see playing that role. Now, obviously, honestly, you know who would be perfect, and I always said it back in the day, was like late 90s, early 2000, Angelina Jolie, where she was fucking on top. Oh, man, I wanted, her she to, would, I, I wanted her to be Wonder Woman at one point. And not only that, I mean, she basically played like a Wonder Woman-like character mm-hmm. in Eternals. Mm-hmm. So, but um, I, it's hard, man. I, I, I don't mind if they recast it, honestly. No. Same thing with Aquaman. I would nope. love Aquaman to kind of like, you know, go back to his roots of being either Greek or Norwegian or something like that, you know, just kind of go back to something else. Uh, maybe, or if you really want to keep the same character, get Roman Reigns to play him because him be and cool. Jason Momoa look exactly the fucking same. Yeah, that'd be a good feeling for real. I, just, right now, I, uh, they should just be focusing on Superman. That should be like, yeah. the, this should be their only focus, in my opinion. If I'm in that boardroom, yeah. And I'm like, hey, man, let's make sure that Henry Cavill, we put him in the best movie possible that, you know, that'll really make people say, wow, wow. You get Spielberg. All right. So so go back to this fantasy. You get Henry Cavill. You get Spielberg involved. Maybe fucking Nolan's going to produce it. Who knows? Who knows why he was there? Right. um, And then write it or maybe write it. Him and um, Jonathan Nolan, maybe write the script. Yeah. Um, and, And then maybe, you know, whatever. Here's a question, though. The score. The reason why I say that, Hans Zimmer did a great score for Man of Steel. Yeah, I did. love Hans Zimmer. Yeah, uh, John Williams is going to retire soon, but he would definitely come back for an epic movie like this for his buddy Steven Spielberg, and he created the original Superman music for fucking Richard Donner's stuff back in the day. That's true. What do you, like, could you imagine... If he kind of combined both scores and you let John Williams fucking John Williams produces the score directed by Steven Spielberg with Henry Cavill as Superman. Oh, my God. Now, I just shriveled up my pants. Now, who's directing this new Indiana Jones movie? Is that Spielberg? Yes, it, it is him, right? Yep. OK, I wasn't sure. OK, I, I read a read a report the other day talking about they were worried about. Apparently the test screening isn't too too good. It's not doing very good with the audiences so far with what they what they're showing them, and and Disney's kind of worried about it. So um, I wouldn't I don't want to bank on Spielberg just yet, but you know, but he he's the kind of director where he oh could... uh actually no he did not uh, okay direct. I didn't think the so. new one the new one is uh, James Manigold who did uh, Logan and yeah did three kind of Yuma and he did yeah. all, a lot of fucking movies um. Well, um, what's that movie? Um, the movie with um about Johnny Cash. I love that movie. What's that movie? Oh, called? Walk the Line. Yeah, that's one of my favorite movies. Yeah, Walk Beautiful the Line. Movie. He's a great director, James Manigault. Yeah, he's really good. Um, but Spielberg. Yeah, so I wouldn't. I don't want to bank on Spielberg just yet. But you know, um, 
But if it's going to be Spielberg, and, and it, now if Jonathan or Chris Nolan's writing it, it kind of makes me think about the level of realism they're going. See, for. I'm also I'm also thinking like, could they be if if if, if I keep on saying this guy? Yeah, if, if, if 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 they're talking to Nolan, they're talking to Spielberg, they're trying to get them involved and stuff. Nolan could do an excellent Superman movie too, as well. I'm not saying that he couldn't. There's also, I mean, I've always wanted a. I, I might have told you about this. I had an idea called Manhunter, where it was a noir movie set in Gotham City, mm-hmm. but it's John, it's John Jones when he's doing his PI stuff, which is what mm-hmm. he does. Yeah. And you know, and then like hit people finding out he's an alien and kind of like blurring the line between crime noir and yeah. sci-fi movie. Yeah. But I always said, I mean, perfect person, Denny Villeneuve, but that would never happen. But Nolan would be able to handle a character like Martian Manhunter really well. Um, there's also yeah, I like that Justice League Two. Andy Muschietti, like I love Andy. I I don't know, you know, based on it, Part One and Two, if I'd want him to do a Justice League based on that rumor that that we just talked about, based off of nothing from what Jason Momoa said. But if you're telling me there's a possibility that either Nolan or Spielberg might do it. That's pretty fucking huge. So I don't know. I, I don't know if I'd want Nolan to do an obscure character or just be around. Maybe it was just maybe it was just them consulting with the two of the guys and like trying to figure out what their directions to do based on opinions from Nolan and Spielberg. It could be just that, you know. And the direct the, the director is not what concerns me more more than what what script are you coming with? Like, what what are y'all coming with story wise? Because that is the most important thing to me. Um, something that you're not going to have to go in and, and metal and cut. Something that's just like solid. I don't know if you've seen Andor by chance. No, I have not checked it out, but I've heard really good things. Dude, as a lifelong Star Wars fan, which I'm sure you are as well, I can say this with the most certainty. It is the best Star Wars content ever. Ever made. And it's because they walked oh, um, in. Abe, ever. I might have lost you, sir. Oh, can you hear me now? Um, can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Hello, hey, buddy. Hello, if, hello? If, you might be hello? talking and they might be able to hear you, but I can't hear you. Um, unplug your uh, headphones and then plug it back in or whatever you're using. How about now? How about now? Uh-oh. How about now? Okay. We got can you back. Can you hear me? Stupid. Yeah, I can hear you. Skype okay. sucks. Cool. Yeah, Damn Skype. No, but um, Andor, man, it's it's um, it's arguably the best Star Wars content. Since Mandalorian. Ever. No, no, it's it's it surpasses the Mandalorian. In, wow. It's, it's not Mandalorian's not even close. You watch Andor and you're thinking about what kind of awards they're gonna win. Acting awards. All right. I love um, what the hell's his name? Diego Luna. Diego Luna, I think he's a great actor. He's I really kill, do. He's killing it. But it's it's really um the the thing about this story is it, it's the supporting cast. Like they it's, they make you care about every character, you know. Um, and you're watching them, every one of them, and you're following their stories. And but Mon Mothma, do you know who that character is? Yes. So Mon Mothma, it, it's the same young lady who played her in like Revenge of the Sith. I think she played her in Rogue One too. They had a, like a little cameo, but they gave her a chance to really have like you know, an actual role, some meat to chew on for this show. Bro, I'm like, if she doesn't get nominated for Best Actress for an Emmy, I'm going to be so upset. So she is 
killing it. And I bring all this up to say that it starts with a story. You got to have people that really believe in what they're doing and they really care. They're not worried about what the fans think. They they just believe that they have a story, you know, and it's and, it, and it's great. And that's what the show is. It's not a lot of um it's not a lot of fan service, you know, to be honest. It's it's not, you know, and, and I love it. It's it's my favorite TV show <laughs> probably in a long time. And um so I need them to come with the story and Set a good foundation. Even the first Iron Man movie, what a great story. What a great way to begin this journey, you know, that you're about to take us on. This, it's got to be, it can't just be, oh, let's throw Hawkman, you know, Dr. Fate, like Black Adam. And it's not a bad thing, but it's, you know, for look, no, man, the people you like You know quality. what they're doing? What's that? And I, I, I don't really have too much of a problem if this is what it's going to be. You know, they have established a lot of stuff already mm-hmm. within the DCEU and stuff and a lot of different characters. Yeah. You know, I I really enjoyed this last set of uh, DC mo- uh, animated movies. Uh, I think it started off with uh, Justice League War and then went all the way to the, uh, what was it, the Apocalypse uh, Now. Oh, yeah. Oh, you talk about the Justice League Dark 2? Yes, yes, yes. And just a great journey, but like all of a sudden, do you, you remember how like it was just them? They were like the only superheroes, and then like you know, two movies in, there's everyone popping up. Mm-hmm. I think that they're kind of saying screw it, and I guess that's partially catch up. The thing about DC though, Abe, I feel like Marvel is at a low. It's been proven uh, with business in general, uh, you know, and I think that a lot of people haven't enjoyed this phase much. Even the content on Disney Plus, and I, it's I don't think that it's nowhere to be like worried or anything like that. But I think that there is a little bit of fatigue when it comes to comic book movies right now, and they're not at some of the bigger characters they can reintroduce, like the X Men, you know, like the Fantastic Four, Doctor Doom, Galactus, as I go on. And they also lost, kind of like we said last time. A lot of their big hitters, um, you know, and how long can you wait until begging fucking Robert Downey Jr. to come back and whatnot? But um, <laughs> DC has the time where they could really get themselves back up there. And with the people in charge, James Gunn specifically, I have a lot of faith in what's going on. And I don't want them to beat Marvel or anything like that. I just would like them to get their shit together. And then eventually, by the end of this phase, Marvel really to come together and introduce some huge characters we all know, and we can kind of be out of what I consider a funk right now uh, when it comes to comic book films. Because I don't think they'll ever be where they were a couple of years ago. I think that was like the the golden age, if you I, will. I I don't think there will ever be a comic book movie fatigue. I just think there will be a bad movie fatigue. A quality, a bad quality fatigue. If they make an awesome movie tomorrow, Black Panther, for instance, it's going to be divisive, and I, I think that's what the that's what the comic book fatigue really is. It's it's the the fact that it dominates the conversation. You know, like er, you know, everybody has an opinion now about it, and it, it's the biggest topic when they drop something in the trailer or anything. But the quality will never go away, and I say that because of Andor. Andor is like it's it's going under the radar right now. It's not like people don't talk about it every yeah. day all the time, but it's but the, at the best same time, show. 
It's like the best. But show. at the same time, you know, it's coming from Disney and Andor might have been good. And I hope it is. I want to check it out. Oh, my goodness. Bro, I'm telling but, you. <laughs> but, you know, the reason why I haven't checked it out is because of pretty much the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, the Boba Fett series, uh, pretty much yeah. anything besides Mandalorian. Yeah. And even on the Marvel side, they've completely killed my interest. I mean, the last show they really had me was Moon Knight, and I felt like they just kind of... And I like Miss Marvel, too. I thought that was a really cute show. But it's like, I don't know. It it, it sucks because Mandalorian and, and um, WandaVision were such great shows, and I think they put too much of a high standard for both of their lanes, if you will, that it's been hard to even live up to for a lot of the, the well, other uh, shows, in my opinion. I think I think Phase 2 of the MCU um, is is relatively similar to phase four and which I've, is weird because they're both the, um, the even numbers but i think they're because phase two of the mcu you, you know you have age of ultron iron man three um thor the dark world um yeah th- there's some movies in that phase that aren't considered to be like the best you yep. know this they is aren't. definitely the phase two that's why i'm hoping for the last two phases of this uh you know the infinite no no it's not that that's that's the uh, the saga from the first one. It's the, the multiverse. Uh, multiverse saga. Um, yes. Ooh. But hey, man, I, I I love Marvel though. I mean, I really do. It just I guess it's disappointing a little bit, and it sucks that. I mean, I would rather just think that I'm just being a curmudgeon, but I'm hearing the same reception from a lot of people. And when we get to the end of this, I think it's going to be awesome. I'm just like I said. I hope both companies are getting their shit together. I know Marvel's limitation is the fact that they are with new owners, you know, or at least their their heads have changed. It's not Alan Horn in charge of Disney. It's not by mm-hmm. um, Bob Igar. Mm-hmm. And I know Kevin Feige has lost a little bit of his control over everything. I mean, that's kind of noted. And then you look at DC's front, and they're under new management, but they're trying to say, fuck what these people were doing beforehand. You guys create good shit just like Marvel basically did previously before this phase four. Mm-hmm. So it's it's weird, isn't it? It's crazy. Um, hey, man, I, I'm, I will always hearken to Peacemaker because it, it, because you take a character. I actually have a book called the most um, the most forgettable comic book characters are the most unknown comic book characters in the history of comic books. It's just a small book that has a collection of these you know, unknown characters, super obscure characters. And Peacemaker's in that book. I've had this book for like 10 years. (laughs) Like, Peacemaker is so obscure. Such an obscure character. And you take him, and you make him so, so, um, like, multidimensional. And he has so many layers to his character. I mean, his history, you know, his father's racist asshole. Like, it's just so much to it. Vigilante, his best friend's a psycho. But he's nice. Like he's a nice guy, but he's super psychopathic. I mean, um, it, it's just if you know, I I don't think I, it doesn't get enough credit for how good it actually was because because Marvel, well, Marvel made you go buy a whole app for their stuff. I think that also hurt them. You know, it's like, hey, we're making this app, and the foundation of it's going to be we're going to have all the Star Wars stuff and we're going to have all the Marvel stuff. I mean, that's really what they sold it on, you know, initially, and we're going to have these shows that only come on here. So you got to buy a Disney Plus if you want to see him. And um, I think for that reason, people have set those super high expectations. You know, like super, oh, this is going to be the best stuff ever. But I don't even look, 
Dan, at this age where I'm at now, man, I really don't go look. I'm not thinking anything's going to be the best anymore. I just go watch it with a clear mind and just try to have fun and enjoy it. You know, and um, that's the best way to do it, man. I get it. That's it, man. And I had fun with Black Panther. I didn't. I didn't. I just wanted Namor to be good. I was like, just make Namor good, and I'll be happy. And they did that with flying colors. So I'm really looking forward to Marvel now. Good way to close it out. Um, you know, and, and I, I liked a lot of the stuff in Phase um, Four. I, I loved um, WandaVision, of course. I liked Eternals. I know it's not, you know, <laughs> widely loved, but I like Eternals. I, I think it's very complex. It was it was them trying to do some different stuff. You know, um, Black Widow I had fun with. I had fun with Captain America and um. Or Winter Soldier and the Falcon or whatever it's called. Uh, you know, but it's just all forgettable. And I think that's what it's all about. Same as Shang-Chi. I haven't revisited Shang-Chi. Like, I don't I've s- watched. I haven't, you know. I uh, haven't seen much it. Yeah, you know, and that's the thing. It's like, I guess when you're when you're a fan of something, you get like a little bit defensive on its behalf. For sure. And, and, and I, lo- I love a lot of directors that have you know, make comments and it's, you roll your eyes, you understand they look at things differently. They're a little bit more old school. Uh, James Cameron, I'm not looking at you. Actually, <laughs> I just want to say that uh, you have made temple films really well and awesome temple films, but don't act like your fucking shit doesn't stink compared to Marvel films. Fuck off, actually. Anyway, <laughs> so that was a little statement I had to make. Um, but like Scorsese, Coppola, stuff like that, you know, really in-depth directors. Uh, you have movies within the MCU that have been, I think, great cinema. And yeah. I think that's a difference. Sure. And whether it be Avengers, whether it be Civil War, whether it be Black Winter Panther, Soldier. Whether, whether it be Winter Soldier, uh, the first Iron Man. I think that there's certain yes. ones that are just a different le- – the first Guardians of the Galaxy. They're just yes. a different level of great. Uh, and I wouldn't, but I understand a lot of people love Ragnarok on that same level. It was okay. You know, but I, yeah, I get okay. why people like it. Um, I haven't seen anything besides No Way, and I haven't seen the new Black Panther yet, but besides No Way Home, nothing has put, been anywhere near that. And especially no. the experience in the theater no. with everyone going crazy since Endgame, honestly. I agree. And Infinity War. And it's it just kind of like, come on, guys, get the fucking Galactus, get to Magneto, get to fucking Doctor Doom, some of the best villains. You got Kang finally, and now let's get the heroes back. And guess what? Don't feel that bad if you have to. Just hear this. Beep, beep. That's a dump truck in Chris Evans and fucking Robert Downey Jr.'s yard dumping money just all over it to get them to come back. I don't care. Don't. Oh, we can't do it because we're there. One's dead, and the other one. It doesn't fuck. It's comic books. Just figure it the fuck out. You know what I'm it, saying? Exactly. Exactly. Um, man, once you watch Black Panther, I think we should have another discussion. Where we can okay. talk about some more things because, um, you know, I, I definitely don't want to say anything because I want you to have a, a fresh palate when you go watch it. I know you probably, I mean, you know, the internet spoils things all the time, but I, well, I, I wanted this, to ask you about one thing. Oh, please. Okay. Well, this this is going to be a spoiler warning. So if you guys are listening to this, um, and you don't want any spoilers for Black Panther, just Go like 30 seconds to a minute. I'm going to ask him a direct question and he'll answer yes or no. And that's it. Okay. Starting now. Does Dr. Doom make an appearance in this? 
You want to know, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Okay, cool. That's fine. All right, we'll wait for like a little bit longer. Yeah. He does not. Okay, if you got to this part, nothing was revealed, regardless. <laughs> um, so just, just cool. See, and, uh, and now, and 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 I'm not going to go into detail about what you just said, but what I will say is, those are the expectations that we yep. said. And they aren't met, and then we get mad. Well, you know, expectations like Doctor Strange uh, and the Multiverse of Madness, and sometimes don't pan out. I mean, sometimes they don't pan out because well, you know what? It it spoiled us because of No Way Home because it did exactly what we thought it it couldn't do, but we were hoping it would do. It actually delivered. It delivered. So like even Multiverse of Madness came out, you were like, yeah, all right, you know, and I hey, they gave you a lot. They gave you a lot, man. It was really Andrew Garfield, man. That was the one that really sent everybody over the top. Because I remember that first time watching in the movies. That was the one that was like, because people, excuse me, people thought it. They thought, but you know, he kept saying no. You know what I mean? He kept saying no. I'm not in it. I'm not. I don't know. You know. Well, so, dude, I'm I'm still man. hoping, and I'm sure you're just like this. I really want to see Andrew Garfield within the Sony Spider-Man universe, like interacting with Venom, yeah. all those characters, like. I think he deserves another shot after No Way Home. Because oh, he and was, how about this? Yeah. Do a Scarlet Spider movie, or a Clone Wars fucking movie, or something. Oh, sh- not Clone Wars. Or like, a, yeah, yeah, Sp- Spider Wars, or Spider Verse, or any of that stuff. Whatever. Yeah, but Andrew. Andrew, Andrew is is great as it. The only reason I'd want like Toby it was back, called Clone Wars, by the way. It was called Clone Wars. It, okay, it was, was. Yeah, you're not. You're, you're not all. All right, right, Star Wars. You fucking ripped it off, you bastards. Uh, George Lucas, uh, you know, I, I don't even know that they did that. Shut up, George. Anyways, <laughs> I think George, uh, but, is, I think George is older than Spider-Man. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> to be fair, it did uh, mention it the first. I'm not apologizing for shit that I. <laughs> George Lucas can kiss my ass. Uh, I'm just kidding. I love you, George. You created George's a bunch chilling. of stuff. I love. He's chilling right now. He's chilling. He's listening to Wu Tang Clan because 36, 36 Chambers, man, came out. Yeah. Fucking 29 years on Thursday. I feel old as fuck because next year will be 30 years old. And Midnight Midnight Marauders Trap Hall Quest came out the same day. God damn. Ain't that crazy, bro? No. uh, Ain't that that crazy you get those two classic albums on the same day? Yeah, two of my favorites. That's amazing. That shows the difference of the times. Now we're lucky to get one of those a year. An album of of that quality and that caliber. It's sad, man. Like, it is. It is what it is, though. It's not for us. It's for the kids, man. It's for the kids. Uh, <laughs> Wu-Tang Clan's for the kids, man. What yeah, are you talking it was, about? It, it, we, we, we were the kids. <laughs> we, we used to be the kids, and it was for us. And we're Dude, not, seriously, we're not if you're younger kids. and you're listening to this, I know that we probably sound like two grandpas, but just get uh, fucking Wu-Tang, 36 I'm Chambers. More, yes. Listen I'm to more rugged than slave man boots. New recruits. I'm fucking up MC troops. I make loot and trample shit because I stomp a mud hole in that ass because I'm straight out the swamp. Classic. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Classic. Dude, I just remember being young. Just being young. Fuck. I think I was living in Buffalo at the time. That was in 93. Mm-hmm. So probably 94-ish. Yeah. And just like watching a music video and it was protect your neck. And I was like, there's eight of these guys and there was no chorus in the whole entire right? fucking song. Yeah, I don't was... think that ever been done. Well, <laughs> it, it had, but that was definitely a, a definitely um, a, an um, off-the-wall 
strategy for making music back then, for sure. Like, nine dudes rap, eight dudes, no hook. <laughs> Man. That if you haven't it. if you haven't checked out anyone out there, if you haven't checked out Wu Tang and American Saga, check it out on uh, Hulu. Really good yeah, series. It's a, that was a good it's show. not a hundred percent real, I can tell you that, but it's a no. fun fucking television show. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. I, I enjoy it. And the music, if just for the music alone, that's an, enough reason to watch it. You know, the music is legendary, man. Wu Tang. Wu Tang forever. Wu Tang forever. I, I'm doing the symbol right now. All day, uh, man. All day. Wu Tang. What the fuck are we talking about? Oh, we're talking about um, we're just talking about King and um. Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. We're talking about Clone Wars and um, it was started with. Oh Clone yeah, Wars. no, Andrew, Andrew, I would love to see him yep. utilized like that. It would be great to see Tom Hardy's Venom and fucking uh Andrew Garfield's Spider Man. I don't ever need to see Toby back unless Sony wanted to do the Spider Girl stuff, the MC two stuff. And had Toby play the dad, I'd be okay with that. But you know, I'm I'm cool. I guess this kind of leads into our last conversation before we kind of get out of here. Um, there is mixed reports. Apparently, it might be just one movie, but there's also rumors it might be six movies. But apparently, regardless, Tom Holland is negotiating some new contracts for some Spider-Man films that might be up to six films. Abe. Do you want to hear the uh, the uh, what's rumored as what he'll be a part of? Man, I love to hear this nonsense. Please let me hear. Okay, yeah, it it just sounds too good to be true. That's why it's like let's hear. Um, the fucking website's fucking up because they have a million goddamn ads. Yeah, man, there's no way that they've they planned that. What what I heard with John Campia is that they're that they're negotiating a movie or a couple movies, but like six. Now, this would be apparently three of Tom's stuff, movies, like another trilogy, and then three films he's involved in as far as, like, Avengers films. So where the fuck is the goddamn list? I mean, that's not too off-kilter because, I mean, you do have Avengers King Dynasty and you have the other Avengers or Secret Wars coming up. So to do, you, like, you can't do a Secret Wars movie without Spider-Man. You can't. No. So, so it makes sense that he's going to be in that already, of, of course. You know, um. You might even be able to sneak Venom in there. You might be, you might even be able to sneak the, sy- the symbiote in this way. You know? Well, the symbiote's on Earth. Remember, it peace yeah. off of... Uh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. feel like that's going to happen because it, it should, honestly, at this point. So I can't yeah. find the exact list, but the, the rumor is that he was going to start and come back in Born Again on the Daredevil show, make an appearance on that, uh, and then he was oh, going to be... Please, no. new- a, a new trilogy, and then followed with three films he'd be a part of of the end of this uh, saga. So, um, it's interesting. Uh, I love Tom Holland. I just I know this kid. There's got to be part of him, and it really seems like it that maybe does not want to play Spider Man anymore because that's what he's known for now, and maybe wants to do some other stuff. He's a damn good actor, but if he wants to stick around. Get paid big bucks. He is kind of like the, I mean, one of the the last, and he's one of the younger ones, but like one of the last guys from the old regime of Avengers. So, I don't know. Um, I love Tom Holland. I'm assuming they wanted to try to make him one of the faces of the future. I mean, you know, I mean, because I don't think the Captain Marvel thing is going to is working the way they planned. I don't think Brie Larson was as accepted 
as they wanted initially. Um, and, and, you know, and that's fine. Yeah, oh. so, so right now they're looking for a face. It's like, I think that's what they're doing right now. You know, then you, you lose to Chala, which was, I mean, come, that just sucks. You know, they, and that wasn't planned. You know, should have recast him. I agree. I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that, bro. I'm in that camp. I'm like, you know what? Just recast him. No disrespect to Chadwick Boseman, but man. Well, no, it's it's honestly the the thing is, from what his brother says, he didn't want the character to be like just go away because of him. He wanted the yeah, character man. to continue. Yeah, and bro. Yeah. I've heard his brother talk about it in interviews and stuff. So unless he's lying for no reason, which he's his fucking brother, I kind of have reason to believe him. And it makes sense because when it comes down to it, the dynamic of the character and the importance of what he represents is more important, unfortunately, than the actor, mm-hmm. especially if it's a tragic thing like that. Um, they're looking for a face. Do? They're looking for a face right now, looking for, you know, somebody they can make their new Tony Stark. Yeah, and I heard Riri shows up in it. She uh, does, man, and and I and I thought she did a really good job with what they had. But I can tell you this: this is non-spoiler non-spoiler whatsoever this is something i'm going to tell you and i want to see if you felt the same way i feel like they used riri the same way they used america chavez yeah that's i could see that i mean honestly use it the same way do you want my my opinion on something please i i don't know if it's if it's known or not but i really feel like disney is a fucking company that uses uh situations like that of having a character from a different race or whatever and promoting it and having him as a background character in reality or making a big deal of it. And they're just doing that as capital gain to get people to come into seats and watch movies. And I think it's kind of disgusting and no one else. I I feel like no one calls them out about it. And Marvel's been doing it in comic books for years now. So instead of exploiting actual great characters that are there that you Mm -hmm. could choose, they decide to make kind of like a, Hey, we're doing this. Yeah. Throw money at us. And, yeah. Uh, oh, and like with American Chavez, I love American Chavez as a character. They did just fucking treat her like, oh, what the fuck was she? The partly the MacGuffin, partly, I don't know. That movie was. Now Riri had more. She definitely had more. Um, now what Riri was? This is no spoiler at all because we all know they have an Iron Heart show. <laughs> uh, Iron Heart show coming out. You know, I think we all know that now it's coming out in this next phase, so it'll be out soon. And they've already shot it, so um, this was just the commercial for that. Okay. And that's not spoiling anything, you know what I mean? Because you know, you know, she had a show coming out, so they're like, hey, get let's get everybody ready for this girl because she's gonna have her own show, you know, and uh, and you're gonna watch it hopefully, and you know, um. I, I, I thought she was a better. She's a better character than America Chavez because the movie's better than Doctor Strange. So she, it's a better character. But um, this new phase, man, it just felt like a lot of a lot of DCing, if that's a phrase I'm gonna make up. Yeah, DCing. It was like, hey, is it weird that it seems like companies are switching concepts right now? Yeah, yeah, it was like instead of just making a solid film, like you said earlier, man, just making a good piece of work it just happens to have these characters in it you know but make it quality over quantity is i'm a strong believer in that when it comes to anything really it's like just take your time and make you know make quality man and I've, black panther ryan cooler i want i want to give props to ryan coogler i want to say that he is a phenomenal director 
to to do what he had to do with what he was given. Um, he handled it well. I would love to see them give one of these big Avengers movies to him if if yeah. he was if he was willing to do it. You know, I don't know if he's willing to take that much of his of his life, but um, he's fantastic. His track record is is, is splendid. I mean, you know. Oh yeah. Him. Fruitful Station, fucking Creed one and yes. two, Black Panther. He's yes. an incredible director. I love his eye. I love the tone that he brings mm-hmm. to his films. It's very specific. He's mm-hmm. got that kind of seventies director quality mm-hmm. to him, if you will. Um, I, I don't know. Like I would love him to try an Avengers, but if if it wasn't that, and he didn't want to do Black Panther per se. There's got to be another character you could take a crack at as well. Like he's a really fucking just good director. You know? He's fantastic. I mean, he could do. I, I'm I'm sure he could do anything. Um, he he's he's he gets his actors to act. That's one of the reasons I like him. Like it's not just corny and cardboard. You know, like we get. You know, I like walking out of a movie and having dialogue that I remembered. You know, or scenes that I remember, yeah. you know, or lines that I remembered. And this movie had a lot, tons of them. You know, where I felt it. And I was, and I even choked, got choked up on a couple of parts. I was like, I need that, you know. Um, he get that's that's his direction. He demands it. You can see he demands his actors to act. Like, hey, we're gonna do this thing, man. And um, that's some, another reason I like um the the Russos. Another reason I like them in the MCU. You know, yes, I, all the movies they directed, they got the best performances they could out of their actors. Um, Russo's are someone I'd like to do the opposite. I like them to have like a smaller, you know, yeah, character yeah, maybe to try yeah. next time instead of something so grand. Yeah, but I'd yeah. love to give Kugler a chance to like step up, if you will. I don't know what he has. I mean, this is crazy. I know a lot of people said this for the uh, I forgot. Oh man, uh, Werewolf by Night, but I forgot the composer that directed that. Um, what? What Black Panther? No, Werewolf by Night. Oh, uh, um, Michael Giacchino. Michael G- he did a great job, and a lot of people are saying because they're having that problem with uh, Blade, you know, they need someone to, like, jump in the role, maybe consider him. And I, I like that idea, but that's a very... No. What about a Ryan Coogler Blade? Now, if you're talking about... Now, I'm glad we're, we're still on the same topic, getting ready to close things up, I know. The Marvel. This is what Marvel needs to do, in my opinion. Make more one-shots. Make yeah. do do that more. Make more yeah. Werewolf by Nights because we haven't talked about that all night. I'm glad you brought it up. Werewolf by Night was phenomenal. Um, honestly, please. It might be if we're not counting No Way Home because it's a Sony movie. It's definitely so far my favorite thing they've done this phase. I'm right there with you, my guy. I'm right there with you. like that in the Black Shang Chi is 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 would be after that, but it still would be a drop after. I love that fucking thing. Um. They made you care about those characters in one hour. Like Elsa Bloodstone, I thought she was the best new addition to this phase, maybe yet. Like I was like, I want to see more of her. You know what I mean? I I, I want to see more of her. She's badass. <laughs> she's awesome. Yeah, she's her, awesome. Her attitude and everything was snappy. Um, um, Gabriel, um, Gabriel, what's his name? Or Gar- Garcil, Gav, Garcil, I forget his name. <laughs> well, you know what I'm talking about. The guy who played yeah. um, Werewolf by Night, who played Jack Jack Russell. He was fantastic. Um, the man thing. Just we need. They need to do more one shots where you just do hey an hour thing. You know, introduce maybe your Ghost Rider that way. Maybe your mystic. You know your 
mystical characters, your your Marvel Knights, your lower level characters. Just introduce them. Don't give them whole shows. You know, don't give them a whole show. Just little one shots. Just little one shots. And boom. And if we see them in a movie, perfect. If we don't, we don't have to. You know, it has nothing to do with anything. I think we they need more of that. Werewolf by Night was like, I remember when I watched it, bro. It was like a breath of fresh air. Yeah, I was like, I was like, whoa, this is this Marvel, really? Thank you. All right, I know, and it reminded me of Universal Monsters. It reminded me of yes, uh, Sin City. Yeah, it was just that 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 whole take and the colors, but it's colors being red and like yellow sometimes, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. with the black and white. It was awesome. I I love that, and I hope. Mm-hmm. But but kind of getting back to it, you know, a lot of like they a lot of people said since they don't have a director right now for Blade, mm-hmm. Giacchino would be a good choice based on that. And I know he did a great job directing that. He's a great composer. I don't know, you know, but like what about I don't know if you want to do it because he just did Black Panther 2 and everything. But what about Coogler stepping in and doing Blade? Um, I guess I'm just not as excited for Blade as everybody else is. It's one of those ones where I'm like, if if they make it, then cool. If they don't, I'm Blade's a subsidiary character to me. He always has been. Um, well, you know, so you you know, what's kind of weird, honestly, is the fact that we're not going to see him interact with Morbius. And if yeah. people read the comics, those are yeah, they're always fucking yeah. fighting or together, yeah. whatever. Yeah. So exactly, you know. Are in are some kind of interaction with Spider-Man, you know, which could happen. Sh- Do you think they're building the Marvel Knights, maybe, or not the Marvel Knights, the uh, the goddamn it, the oh, yeah, the villain um, group, the um, they got Sons a video, of. They have a video game coming out right now. What's it called? Midnight Suns. Yeah. Do you think? All right, we got Moon Knight. You know, yeah. we have Werewolf by Night. We have Man uh, Thing. Blade coming out. We have Man mm-hmm. Thing. Uh, I don't think Morbius is going to come over, but you know, there's a lot of different characters. You could do that. I'm sure That'd Ghost Rider is coming. I'm sure Ghost Rider is not too far away, and um, you you already have Doctor Strange. You know, you you mutants will be coming soon. I could I could see them going that route, but once again, they don't need to give themselves too much. They got to yeah. keep it. They got to keep it simple, man. It's like this is where they'll end up losing fans. Especially, you know, people will stop caring. They're going to not want to keep up with all the shit y'all keep doing. You know, it's going to end up being like, man, it's too much. I got to watch this to watch this to watch this to get this. I had to see this to understand this. And, you know, and it's just going to become too convoluted, which it already, ha- it already has. You know, um, I just wanted to simplify it. I thought I felt like Black Panther was very simple. You know, <laughs> it didn't try to stuff a million things in it. It was just like, hey. Namor's introduction. Let's make sure we take time on that. Let's make sure we make that, you know, the the showcase. And they did it well. And I, oh man, I, it was refreshing. So I'm looking forward to watching it. I might watch it again actually on Wednesday. Um, a friend of mine wanted to go in a matinee, so I might go watch it again. And it's long though. I, I will say that they could have sniffed it maybe about 15 to 20 minutes, but. It's, it's all long. the movies have to be fucking two and a half hours nowadays, <laughs> right. I swear to God. Right. Like, I mean, I love them, but it was great when movies were like a buck thirty to two hours tops. It was really days. cool. Missed those days, man. What are you going to do? Nothing. What are you going to do? Nothing. All right. Well, I think we uh, we talked a lot about different things, and I think that awesome. we've gotten to the uh, end of the conversation. Abe, uh, 
thank you so much for joining me. Why don't you say goodbye to all the lovely people and plug whatever you'd like before we get out of here. People, thank you for having me. If you ever want to talk about Marvel or DC or Image or any kind of comic stuff, check out Super Geek Trivia on Instagram and Facebook. Check out Hyper Entertainment on Facebook. All we do is talk about geek shit. And I also want to say rest in peace to Kevin Conroy. Um, oh, the, man. The, 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 the definite Batman. Um, he is the Batman of my childhood. I'm sure Dane's. And then so many other kids' childhoods. He spanned generations. So um, rest in power. Gone but never forgotten. Kevin Conroy. Yes, big rest in peace to Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman. I posted and, a clip. And Gallagher. Sorry, excuse me. And Gallagher. Just want to put and the there. comedian Gallagher, who liked to <laughs> squash watermelons, definitely. But um, please, what clip you, did you put up? Well, on my Facebook page, you, you can find it if you put what I actually have no idea. I guess Kevin Conroy, Dark Knight, but someone it, it's not the greatest, but someone dubbed the last scene. And I think they did that recently just, you know, because of this, uh, the last scene, of the Dark Knight, where Gordon's talking to Batman and Batman saying, you know, I'm going to have to be the villain. Well, they took something that Kevin Conroy did. Um, it wasn't he he wasn't doing it in a sound booth. He was doing a cold reading. And I don't know if it was at like a fucking convention or whatever, mm-hmm. but they dubbed it in and his voice is there instead of Christian Bale's. And it's pretty fucking magical. So if you want to check that out, like I said, I guess uh, search the Dark Knight Kevin Conroy or some shit. But I was watching the animated rest. series last night, man. Hey, man, I was watching it, too, man. Just. He he was he's one of those voices. Uh, I love I love hearing Mark Hamill talk about you know <laughs> yeah the Batman or just how good of a person he was and um just sucks. Sixty six is pretty young, man. But that's the beauty of a, that's the definition of legacy, and he will live forever because we'll and be watching we'll be watching the he, Justice League and that stuff for the rest of our lives. And at least he got to play Bruce Wayne live action one time. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. That was pretty cool. And that's but, what's up, man. But thanks for having me, man, as always. No problem. And on that note, I am Dane Alves. Follow me at DaneAlves42 on Twitter or DaneAlves on Facebook. Uh, just message me. We can talk about some of this stuff. And listen to all our episodes for new listeners of uh, Wrestling Geeks Alliance, a wrestling show I do with my buddy Christopher. We have that show recorded on Saturday. Get it out by Sunday. Uh, so check that out if you like pro wrestling. Check out Dane Rance. I do these periodically. And have a great night. Let the geek fights be with you. And as always, peace out. <laughs> Opinion. That doesn't make any sense. Anyways, but uh, you guys hear this. Uh, every once in a while, I like putting these out, talking about stuff. And I got my buddy, Abe Greer, from Hyper Entertainment joining me. Uh, you know, to talk about some Marvel and DC stuff. Um, how you doing, Abe? You having a good night? Having a fantastic night. Thank you for asking. Well, was, we're we're yeah, yeah. You know, we're, we're, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Having a great day. This episode of Dane Rands is brought to you by Mary Chain. Anyways, um. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna have fun talking about this stuff because, you know, 
unfortunately, and, and it's due to a lot of social media people that we interact with. Um, the whole comic book movie, I would say, area of things, it's it's kind of it's it's oversaturated a little bit, and and I think that uh, there's been a lot of uh, negative Nancys uh, in e- either place, Marvel or DC, but. We got some cool stuff to talk about, I think, and uh, I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, talking to Abe and letting you guys know my opinions on things. Um, and yeah, that, and then we'll go from there, basically. Sounds good to me. Sounds great. Sounds great. All right. <clears throat> Should we do Marvel stuff or DC stuff first? There's a whole chunk of DC. Let's do DC. I- all right, let's let, let's start off with DC. So this was either Sunday night or Monday this last week, as we record on the twelfth um, Saturday night. For some reason, on the Warner Brothers lot, uh, the Hollywood Reporter had someone on within that area and saw a meeting between David Zaslav, um, head of Warner Brothers now, uh, also head of Discovery, uh, basically was the one who was in charge of this merger, got rid of reshaped DC, now has made it DC Studios, has gotten uh, both James Gunn to be more of the creative side, while Peter, uh, I always forget the gentleman's last name, is it, it's not Skarsgård, but it's something li- like that, um, Peter Safran, sorry about Safran. that. Safran. So the guy that you know, produced uh, a large chunk of James Wan's movies and also the later DC movies, including the Suicide Squad. Uh, They're now in charge. He is getting stuff in place, and it looks like trying to alleviate problems between past directors and, you know, people that were mad at the old regime. Your Christopher Nolans, for instance. Um, Your Denny Villeneuve. Seems like he's trying to patch things up. Mm -hmm. So, this is the story itself. This is what we know. He had lunch, a long lunch, ended up like, you know, going pretty much all day with uh, Steven Spielberg. And Peter Safran was called and then ended up at that same lunch. Maybe it was coincidental. And also Christopher Nolan. And, uh, you know, later Steven Spielberg was, uh, said, was said something in an article to the extent of, you know, what the old regime did to people at Warner Brothers uh, as far as Christopher Nolan and people getting kind of screwed with not putting them in theaters for 2021. And we won't get into that whole entire thing, but the fact it seems like, like I said, if Christopher Nolan's there, I think they're mending stuff uh, from the past, which is good for the movies. But like, you know, just to get to beat around a long fucking bush to finally finish his whole entire sum up, Steven Spielberg, Arguably the greatest all-around, you know, director, be able to do any genre of our generation. Uh, Christopher Nolan, who had issues, but also worked on, obviously, the greatest trilogy. I feel like, uh, you know, up there with Star Wars and a lot with the Dark Knight trilogy, had a great relationship with Warner Brothers. The head of DC, business-wise, producing-wise, and the head of Warner Brothers. Yes. I don't know, Abe. I I just feel like that doesn't happen normally. We'll get into like what people are theorizing based on this encounter, which is really fun to talk about. Mm-hmm. But first, what do you think when you hear these four gentlemen 
talking amongst each other for several hours on the Warner Brothers lot, just uh, eating and I'm sure having fucking champagne and shit later on or something. I don't know. Maybe crab cakes? Uh, man, that, they look like crab cake people. I could see that. I could see them eating crab cake. Maybe like some, um, you know, some blooming onion or something. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe some dip with some like... Cocaine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah, you know, just a little bit. Just a little, just a little bit. Spielberg's like, Spiel, Spielberg's like, I'll just take a little snoot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, I can tell you that um, when you go and get somebody of the caliber of a James Gunn, when you go and get him to run your operation, it, it, you, you're already going in the right direction. That is a great way to start. Then you go get Peter Safran. You you mentioned his accolades earlier. I mean, he's produced some of the some he's produced some awesome things, and he has a lot of experience, a lot of relationships. So I'm not even thinking about Nolan and Spielberg. I'm just thinking about the guys who you've named to run your brand new DC studios. You know, your own thing. You're gonna try to separate like Marvel did and run your own your own division. So I'm already excited because Peacemaker was arguably the best. Like Peacemaker was arguably better than anything Marvel had done. That one show. Like Peacemaker yep. was amazing. Um, so, and you know, and that's James Gunn. And then you also get Guardians, which is fantastic. I'm looking forward to seeing this um, holiday special and and the third movie because I know that'll be his last foray with Marvel. Because once he starts going full DC, he won't be able to dabble dabble between the two. I think it's an exclusive deal where he can't he can't do anything with Marvel once he is the head of DC. Um, so that's got me excited already. I, I'm thinking Superman is going to be. They're gonna, I think James Gunn gets the need for you to have another Superman movie. I think they understand the process of how to make these things work. Like um, you know, no disrespect to Zack Snyder, he did some good stuff. But his vision was just too big. It was too grandiose. (laughs) You know, we we didn't need that. Needed just a simple, another simple Superman movie. Maybe use, you know, Brainiac or, you know, maybe bring in like a Metallo or, you know, just another, you know, another villain for him to fight. And um, build the foundation. Jumped in too fast. James Gunn gets it. You saw what he did with Peacemaker. I mean, he takes these characters and he just makes you like all of them. You know, um, his vision is fantastic. His track record is impeccable. You know, um, one of my favorite movie, movies, Slither, from like 06, 05, 06. Yep. Such a great movie. Um, James Gunn is the right guy, and his brother will be involved, I'm sure, who's also <laughs> just another bonus to your operation. Um, I, I'm So, you know, not even, I don't even mention the fact that they were talking to Spielberg and Nolan. Like, that's awesome. But just when I saw that Gunn and Saffron were leading this thing, I got more excited for D- for DC stuff than I have in a long time. I think they get it. Peacemaker didn't give it. Like, that show did not give a shit about social boundaries and woke. And they just made what they wanted to make, you know? And it was... By the way, really, not to get off track too much, would you say that The Rock... Do you think... Would it be a... Uh, misinformed or uh, a, a dumb statement for me to say that John Cena is a better actor than The Rock. 
Yeah, I, I think I think you're right. Um, <clears throat> I think The Rock's a great action hero. He's a great movie star. I've seen him act and perform well in a couple films, but one of them was a film that like I don't think anyone saw, which was uh, the one. What the hell is it's not narc. It's uh, where his son gets in trouble. Is, it, uh, is with, that faster? No, it's it's, okay. it's it, it was early in his career, but it was um, basically his son gets in trouble with drugs, and they use him as like a, a mule, if you will, to try to do something with an operation. Or operation. I don't know. It it was good basically, but John Cena, he just understands. I think the emotional levity. I don't know. Cena. It, it, a lot of people just don't realize like the guys. He's tough, but he's dealt with a lot of uh, sad stuff. So he, I think he has the the places that he can go, basically, based on his life. Because mostly just from dealing with, um, you know, kids on their way out and doing all those make-a-wishes. He has the, the record by far as the most uh, make-a-wish. Mm. Uh, so that, that definitely, that, that kind of killed his uh, want to... Um, have children i know and just uh took a lot of took a lot on him but um sorry for the damper all of a sudden the conversation oh it's okay sometimes you gotta go through that he's a good dude man i like him good boston kid you know yeah i think john cena's acting range is 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 much broader than the rock yeah i feel like the rock is kind of and i don't i don't think that take this or i'm not saying this as an insult but is like uh Arnie, basically, back in the day, like I oh. think Arnold had more range than The Rock. The The Rock's he's a very likable guy. And don't get me wrong, he's and I think that's what made him such a great wrestler. I mean, he, he's super likable. He has charm. I mean, to the heavens, he's 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 absolutely he's so lovable. But I think that's his crutch in acting because that's the range he really plays. Now with Black Adam, I thought. One of the reasons I wasn't excited about it, still, you know, to stay on the DC thing, one of the reasons I wasn't too excited about Black Adam is because I was thinking, can The Rock carry this? Can he carry this movie, you know, yeah. the whole way, the whole way? And um, and he did. And I'm not the biggest Rock fan as an actor. I'm I'm just not. So um, I never really have been. I think he's okay, you know. Um, but he he did he did a really good job, and I enjoyed it. So. You know, I have to give him credit when it's due. But John yeah, Cena's man. range, man. John Cena's range in Peacemakers, nuts. And he, he covers so many emotions. <laughs> so many different phases. It's, it's nuts. Yeah, and uh, that's the thing. It's like you kind of hope that somehow at some point, and maybe now with some of the stuff they're going to be going through uh, creatively, that you get to see John Cena's Peacemaker on screen with Black Adam for no fucking reason, just so they right. can like you know have some type of banter back and forth. Right. Um, they're kind of like rated R uh, Thor and Captain America, so it it just works out pretty well. I love uh, it. But yeah, um, I'm I'm I still haven't seen Black Adam. I I do want to see it. Uh, but you know, The Rock is The Rock. He like I said, he's kind of like I'm not trying. It's very similar to Arnold in a lot of ways, but, you know. Uh, but anyways, uh, what were we originally talking about? Just going off a little bit. But, uh, no, no, the coolness about this, though, Abe, though, is the 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 speculation. So we do know, because of The Rock being involved partially and pushing for it, he's the reason why, spoiler alert, 
I mean, it's pretty well known. The Rock revealed it two weeks before the fucking movie came out. Right. Henry Cavill's Superman came back. The old regime didn't want to do it. Zaslav was like, yeah, definitely. Go for it. When they got, you know, involved. So they went and recorded that last scene, uh, in which I have not seen, but whatever. They're doing something else. We get the announcements that Henry Cavill's back for a Superman film. The whole idea, just because, I mean, I love Steven Spielberg just for his, all of the fucking amazing movies he's I mean, done. It's self-explanatory. The, the fact that he kind of created, before he kind of went off and did some passion projects and whatnot, especially recently, mm-hmm. um, you know, he created the tentpole film. He created the, the summer blockbuster, Jaws and you know, later E.T. and Indiana Raiders Jones. Exactly. And then Close Jurassic Encounters. Park. Close Yo Encounters. Yo, kinds of, I mean, he's just the guy, man. And he can do any genre. He's, exactly. He, he's done everything that, he's done everything. I just have my face to the on paper, excuse me. <laughs> but yeah, he's, he's done everything. Um, I mean, you know, so wouldn't it be awesome to see a Superman movie directed by Steven Spielberg? Wouldn't that be like it the would. best thing ever? It would. That was, man. I was I, and not only that, not only that for it would be great for DC to get like that level of a director to do a Superman movie, but also to see Steven Spielberg return to form, if you will. Mm-hmm. One of his probably going to be if, if if this were to happen, that would be probably one of his last films. He's seventy five, so I'm sure he doesn't have too many. But to kind of go back to his roots, creating the concept that ended in, ended up being what. Marvel films in a lot of way kind of are built off of and comic book films are. So going to Superman, who's arguably the most well-known superhero, Henry Cavill playing him, um, fucking epic. And if for some reason they decide they don't want to bring Jesse Eisenberg back for whatever reason, um, which would be great. Uh, you could get Matt Smith. He's he's really doing well on the uh, Game of Thrones front. So I, I just see that. I don't. I don't want to do that. That whole thing again. I'm sorry. Yeah. It, it, if he was playing Riddler, like Ben Affleck's Riddler, it would have been fine. But, uh, yeah, Matt Smith, I think, would kill that role. But that's just my opinion. But yeah, I want Brainiac. I want something intergalactic. I want something threatening on that type of level. And I love that Brainiac is a robot that is from Krypton and basically consumes the information and kind of destroys a planet like Galactus consumes the life forms yes. and just, yes. you know it's yes yeah it's cool it's yes. it would be different um i don't know exactly what you do for voice but you could have multiple characters but i want this to be i want i kind of want superman honestly you know we did man of steel i don't know if we didn't do man of steel 2 or maybe man of tomorrow would be the the uh that sounds like more of the third movie but what do you think, Abe? Would you like to see Steven Spielberg direct a Superman film with Henry Cavill leading it? Um, just tell me what time. Tell me what time the show <laughs> is. Just let me. Just let me know when I need to be there. I'm on the way. Uh, I, I mean, obviously, I I wanted a Man of Steel too before they, you know, before Batman versus Superman. When I first saw Batman v Superman, I thought that was a bad idea. Personally, I was like, that's not a good idea because. Why? Uh, we just had Batman just like a year ago. You know, I mean, two years ago with the Dark Knight Rises. Like, and you're going to bring a whole new one in here? It doesn't seem earned. And, and like, none of that seemed earned. It's kind of like they wasted the whole 
um, Dark Knight Returns story. They kind of just wasted the whole thing. Well, that could have been such a good story if they really did it. You know, if they really did it like the right way. And, you know, it really went yep. into it. And um, so that was a bad idea. We should have we should have received a Man of Steel 2 before we got anything else. Before we saw Wonder Woman, before we saw Batman, before any of that. You know, because they set it up, you know, they set up such a good character. I know that movie gets a lot of hate. Like It's, it's not widely accepted. But I, I st- I'm still of sound mind that it's the best Superman movie ever made. And um, I, I'll watch it now and I still enjoy it. I, I think he's great. I love the fighting, the action, the effects. Um, so yeah, we should have received. We we needed. We're, we're long overdue for Man is Still Two with Henry Cavill. Like we need it. Then you put Steven Spielberg in front of it. I don't know what to expect. I would have to say it would be. It has to be something like a Brainiac story, or um, which I, that's who I want to see more than anybody for a villain. I would like to see Brainiac because um, we haven't seen him, and um, he he's a he's a big enough threat. Where he could take up a whole movie, you know, he, he doesn't have to be a side character. You don't even need anybody else, really. You could have Lex there if you need, you know, just because it's Lex. But you don't need to have him. Brainiac could cover it by himself. You might even be able to bring other people in to help Superman, you know, um, if need be, you know. Um, but yeah, man, with James Gunn and Peter Safran coming in and this whole new regime, I wouldn't care if they wiped out everything. To be honest, I wouldn't care if they just say, you know what, forget all of that. Forget it all. I just want to know what Flashpoint is going to do to the continuity, because this kind of goes into our next subject, relating to DC, and and another uh, announcement that was made is is that they're going to basically have all the movies, television, and video games linked up. So all, they're all going to be canonically the same canon, uh, which also means that when it comes to movies like The Batman, that franchise, Joker, and whatever they decide to separate, those are, you know, the fact that this is a multiverse. They're completely going into that, but they're literally going to have a lot of shows to be within the same universe, a lot of video games you play to be a part of it, to introduce more characters, which in a lot of ways makes sense. I remember when Arrow first came out and and Flash came out shortly after that, I kind of was like, you know, I kind of wish that these guys were just the ones that were going to be in the movies. It would be kind of, you know, I know that it's a different platform, but it didn't bother me at the same time. Anyways, like getting back to this, what the fuck is Flashpoint going to do? If we do see Flashpoint in theaters, and I'm still skeptical it, about it. I was about to ask you, are you, do you think they'll even release it? Because I don't. Because now that he's 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 looking at what tw- this is off of one offense in court and he has several was like twenty five years in prison or something like that. So I don't I, know. I think that's going to be a movie that's going to get lost in the sauce, like um, like Superman Lives or that Wonder Woman show with Adrian Pilecki. You know, there's been like so many different shows that yeah that got made but never got released. I think that's flat. Justice League Mortal with Justice from, League, um, like that. Would, yep. wasn't wasn't that um George Romero? Not not George. George Romero. Miller. George Miller. Thank you, bro. Thank you. That was George Miller's version. Yeah, yeah. And then I think Guillermo del Toro was supposed to do one at one point. It was like a well, dark. He was attached to it or something. Speaking of uh, Guillermo del Toro, to talk more about you know, and and most of this is just conjecture between me and Abe. Like we're not this. 
I'm going to tell you if it's a rumor, okay? This is fact, everyone. This is 100% fact. <laughs> Jesus Everything Christ. we say is gold. James Gunn <laughs> likes weird characters. He likes obscure characters. So expect to get some obscure characters, I would say, within the DC Universe. Um, one of the rumors going around right now, and this is kind of confusing towards, you know, it seems like they're going to be definitely recasting Flash. I, I have no idea how the fuck they don't get around that. John Stewart is getting his own show now instead of the original one that was coming out, but he's still going to be involved in whatever Green Lantern movie they're doing. So then I'm, I don't know if they're going to have Hal. Um, there's rumors that, um, guy, the, the rumor. Well, yeah. And then there's also guy, but like that whole, the, the show with the two actors originally for that, I forgot what the actors names were. They were going to play guy and, I forgot who the other one in the show. That's not happening anymore. Okay. Um, uh, it was, there's a fucking rumor going around, and this is cool, but I, I would not believe or put too much into it, that Glenn Powell is going to be the new Hal Jordan, and they're even looking at Joseph, um, what is it, Kaczynski, the one that did, uh, Mich- or not Mission Impossible, Top Gun Maverick, mm-hmm. to direct a Green Lantern movie. I that, that sounds... That sounds a little too good to be true. I don't know about that. How do you feel? That would be awesome. I'd be down. To me, Glenn looks like he could play Hal, but based on that performance, I'd rather him for Guy. But I'd be down. I mean, actually, shit, do Miles Teller as Hal Jordan, do him as Guy Gardner, and whoever plays John has his own show, too. That would be fucking cool. Well, when it comes to comic book movies, I'm always of the mind that I like seeing unknowns. I like unknowns to come into the role. You know, actually, I, like Thor, for instance. Chris Hemsworth, I know he'd done some stuff before he was Thor. I know he was an Australian soap opera actor, and he did some movies. And, and I think I first actually saw him in Star Trek, that that first reboot, the J.J. Abrams one. He was like, I think he was Captain Kirk's dad or something. And that was the first time I saw him, and I was like, oh, wow. So that's the guy who's going to be Thor, huh? And um. But he, he was able to be Thor, you know, without any kind of, um, you know, negative criticism about, you know, oh, he's not this or he's not that. He's not. He was Thor. Robert Downey Jr. is a, another good example. He's not an unknown by any means. But when he was chosen to be Iron Man, he was pretty much out of the public's eye. Like, people didn't even look at him as an actor anymore, especially kids. They had no idea who he was. You know, so he was able to be it. And now we've gotten to the point where it's like they're going to get A-list talent, like, immediately. Even Marvel. And that's troubling to me sometimes. Because I'm like, sometimes I just want to grow with the character. I'm, now, the Glenn Powell, the Glenn Powell, that's his name, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's a good person to play a Green Lantern because he's not too big. You know, I think he could grow into the role. Miles Teller, on the other hand, I don't know, man. I just want to see some new people, some new faces. Um, I, but I mean, you know, to kind of, I understand what you're saying, but at the same time, Robert Downey Jr. playing Iron Man, he was a much higher level than Miles Teller is right now. You know, you think so? Like at the time? Oh yeah, he had been around. He did Weird Science. He did, yeah, no, he for did, sure. He was he was up for an Oscar for Gandhi or not Gandhi, but fucking um, Chaplin. Uh, yes, thank you. No, for so sure. He had a little bit of credibility before. No, he had a downfall. Lot. Yeah, oh, for sure, bro. I, I don't want to disrespect his career. His career was fantastic before his downfall. 
But in 2008, when that movie came out, came out, he'd done some small things. He was like, he did like Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. I think yeah. he did Zodiac. Um, you know, he'd done a couple of things, but in the public's eye at that time, he wasn't a big actor. He wasn't really anything. He was just, you know, Rob Downey Jr., the, the fuck up. You know, I mean, the guy who does drugs and that's all, you know, but Iron Man changed everything for him. It actually made the second career like he's more famous now than he ever was then. Would you would you agree with that? Oh, yeah. No, he's he's at a household name type of level. Um, it took, you know, he, he kind of had that. Uh, he did Kicks His King, Bang Bang, obviously. Then he did Iron Man. And then by fucking um, Tropic Thunder. Yeah, yeah, it was like he was back. That was it. Yeah, it's so. One question to you, please. So if if they do this John Stewart thing, I know that they never showed him playing the character, but should they should they get Trevante Rhodes to play John Stewart in this new Green Lantern? I don't know if it's going to be an HBO Max series or whatever the fuck they're doing, but um, I liked him. I thought he was really good in Moonlight. Years ago, that's pretty much the only movie I remember him in. But when I heard that he was supposed to be the guy that was supposed to play Jon Stewart in that, um, that really intrigued me, basically. Played Mike Tyson, too, right? Oh, yeah, he is playing Mike Tyson. Or did he already play it? Well, yeah, it's already that show's already out. So, yeah, he played Mike Tyson. Me either. I, I I didn't see it either. But, yeah, he played Mike Tyson. So, um, I think when it comes to Jon Stewart, it's like, you know, any any black actor has been at one point in their career <laughs> attached to Jon Stewart, I think. Some, sometimes it gets a little played out. Like, I yeah, honestly, yeah, yeah. like, I used to get, not offended, because I love the character of Jon Stewart, but I used of to course. get offended when Idris Elba would be, it's like Idris, exactly, exactly. like, Idris Elba could play a million fucking people exactly. in the DC universe. Why would you pick Jon Stewart? Imagine him as Martian Manhunter or Darkseid or fucking oh, Mongol or, oh, you man. know. Darkseid would be Just be creative. He's, he's got range of, like, I don't know. That's that's like that's, that's it, typecasting. They had Tyrese playing Jon Stewart at one point in the Geek No, world. no, no, no. Tyrese believed he was going to play Jon Stewart at one point. Yeah, <laughs> true. He's taking pictures of him right outside fucking... Warner Brothers Studios like having a meeting. It's like, no, you weren't. Oh man, that, that, that's true. I just um, you, you know, when it comes to something like a like Green Lantern, well, this is DC's issue right here. They're worried about making stuff connect. Stop it. Just stop. Let Marvel yeah. do. Let Marvel have that. Okay. Marvel did it. They did it effectively. And and now they're they they've earned to be where they are right now. You're trying to get it easily, and you just tried it and it didn't work. Just just make your things. If they connect, then cool. If they don't, then yep. they don't. Like the Batman was. This is what I was saying, talking to my buddy about the other day, bro. I think overall, over the last like in in Marvel's Phase Four, in every DC project that's come out during that phase, I think DC's won overall because the Batman was better. Than every other phase movie besides Black Panther to me. Like, I love the Batman. I just watched it the other day with my sister. She had never seen it. And she, she was like, wow, this is so different. I was like, right? It's so different. It's like they weren't worried about making it connect and doing all the stuff. They're like, let's just make an awesome movie. Just do that. And I think James Gunn, he, he knows, he gets it. I mean, um, he just understands how to make 
quality product. If it connects, it connects. If it doesn't, you know, so what? And I'm excited with James Gunn being able to, you know, kind of just be like, I'm going to have trust in directors and I'm going to get directors, friends of mine that I know could do this. Oh, remember when my buddy Gomel Del Toro wanted to do Justice League Dark mm-hmm. and then it fell through right at the last minute? Why don't we get him back fucking on board to do that so he can flesh out Swamp yeah. Thing and, and let him do what he wants. Exactly. And, and take your hands off, you know, and stop being, stop micromanaging because you see what that does. It gets you Batman v Superman. Yep. That's what you get when you, when you meddle. No, or really, even please. worse, Suicide Squad 1. Oh, don't even get me started, bro. That's because I was about to go on a small rant anyway. So don't, yeah, don't add that to it, please. <laughs> no. But, um, Dr- remember, release the David Air cut, damn it. Bro, I remember seeing, um, Batman v Superman. I, I went to Florida to visit my brother, and me and my buddy Drex went and watched it. And we went and watched Batman v Superman. Walked out the movie theater. We both sat on the back of his truck on tailgate, just looked at each other for like thirty seconds. And I was like, "Was that whack, bro?" And he was like, "Yeah, I think so." I was like, "Damn, I thought it was right. I just wanted to make sure it was just me. Well, it wasn't just me." I was like, "That, that was whack. Period. It was whack, right?" Yeah. Was- that time period sucked being a DC fan, especially when you have friends that are. Like I did, that were like you know big Marvel fans and stuff like that, and they Marvel's went with me to Suicide it. Squad, and they're looking at me afterwards, and I'm like, it wasn't that bad. I like Jared Leto. Fuck. And it I was, was mad. It was pretty bad. It, Suicide Squad was just a long. It was like a music video. It was it was so choppy and so. Well, it was sporadic. made by a fucking company that cut yes. commercials and goddamn music videos. So yes, yes. Uh, makes sense. I just just and too much but, meddling. Too, too much, you know, executive medicine. And I don't, and that's, and to get get it around back to this, I don't think David Zaslav's going to do that. I think he's going to allow James Gunn and Peter Safran to do their thing and to clean this up, keep what they want together. You know, if they want to keep Gal Gadot, but they're going to probably have to recast the Flash, maybe throw Green Lantern in, whatever they want to do, just don't worry about the fucking past. Just pick what you want and get to wherever. With or without Flashpoint, I was assuming Flashpoint was going to make everything condense into something. You know, we're always going to, like like we said, have those separate, the Batman films, stuff like that. There's no reason, really, if they did a Justice League Dark, we needed to interact with anything else. I mean, they could fucking do the Metal Men, for Christ's sakes. I, and like I said, with James Gunn behind it, I'm all right. Um, they were talking I, about doing Metal Men back in, like, the... Late 2000s, early 2010s. They, they, I remember they were talking about that for a long time. Yeah, I'm, 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 I can't wait to see what they bring to the HBO Max app because the stuff related to the Batman sounds awesome. Michael B. Jordan's um, series that uh, I don't know if it's still happening, but that he wanted to do of uh, Val Zod and have like an episodic show with him playing it and producing it. That's awesome too. Like a lot of the the concepts I'm hearing, and then now we're going to have ones that are going to be within this universe as well. So who knows? Maybe we'll get a, a Joe Manganiello Deathstroke show, you know, show or something like that. Um, so there's a lot of positive things happening, I would say, Abe. Man, the, the, and, and, you know, a lot of people be, will bash DC, you know, a lot of fanboys. And, and, but they, you have to sit back and really look at the recent track record. It's been splendid. If you really sit and, and look at it, like the Batman was amazing, the Peacemaker was really good. So the, the the Suicide Squad was not 
the most amazing movie, but it was definitely refreshing coming off of what, fun. you know. Yeah, it was fun, man. It was really fun, you know, coming off of everything else being so serious. This Now, I have to count the Snyder Cut in this as well because I loved it. Um, Me too. And, so I feel like DC has been actually killing it low-key. Black Adam was, was hey, solid. Hey, did you, did you see um, Birds of Prey? And is there any hope for that franchise going forward the, within this? The fantabulous emancipation of Harley, that movie? Yeah, how she's constipated with that the title, awful. whatever the fuck it was. Oh, it was awful. Oh, it was okay. awful. It was horrible. Should we keep the actor? Like, I really want a kind of, um, what, what's something to, like, not so much like they're bad, but uh, what were the, 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 the couple, uh, and they were cowboys, Bonnie and Clyde type of story, but they're still heroes, but it's Black Canary and Green Arrow. Um, oh, is anyone so worth... Is anyone worth saving? Because you also have Mary, um, God damn it, I can't remember, the chick from um, Scott Pilgrim playing Huntress. Yeah, Did you save anyone yeah. from there, or are they done, pretty much? Um, they wasted the characters, Black Canary especially. Um, That's you do, if you go, When you do Dinah, man, you got to do her with some respect. She's, yeah. Black Canary is a powerhouse in the comics world. I mean, I think everybody knows that. It's, you got to do it right. So scrap what you just did. Start over. Um, I what about uh? Oh, hey, uh, she's got the bombshell look going for her right now. Is Anna Diarmez? I always, you know, since she came on the scene, I always thought that she'd be a great uh, Black Canary. Mm, I don't know, man. That accent is thick. Even when I watched the Marilyn Monroe movie, I was like, she was very. That accent is hard to find. It's hard to hide. She yeah, she has, she has a problem with that. And and where is she from? She's from some type Cuba. of Spanish Cuba. Cuba. Yeah. yeah. Cuba. I don't know. I think that there's someone out there that could play a really great Black Canary. I I, I don't think... I. Ooh. Now. Now here's look. This is not to get off track, but it's a Marvel thing. Um, Anya Taylor Joy. I think that's her name. Oh. From Queens, from Queens Gambit. I don't think she'd be a good Black Canary, but I if if Marvel chooses to use her again as um. As um, as Ileana, magic. As, exactly as magic. If if they choose to use her as Ileana again, then God, they I, had a great cast. I'm cool with that. With that. Yeah, she was a fantastic magic. I was like, I love to see her play that again. I love to see her well, play that again. I'm trying to think, but um, here's here's one thing that's not fan casting and talking about obscure characters that don't necessarily have to involve the Justice League or anything like that, but it's kind of confusing. So essentially, uh, Jason Momoa was doing some type of interview and, or no, no, I think he was just online talking on Twitter. And he said that today was a huge day. He was saying thank you to Maestro and that there's some big news coming very soon. So this took everyone into fucking 50 million different ways to interpret it. Um, And if you saw headlines, these were bullshit. This is just conjecture because apparently uh, Andy Muschietti is called Maestro a lot of times from his actors uh, people were assuming that since, regardless of if the Flash will make it to theaters, people at Warner Brothers and the test audience were really happy with the movie itself. So maybe Andy would be directing the Justice League. Maybe that's what Jason was excited about. Then James uh, Gunn put a picture of Lobo and tagged, I think, Jason Momoa in it. And now people Aww. have been asking, what's going on with this? And... 
I do know Momoa is a huge Lobo fan. I do know that, like, he's kind of, like, not bullshitting about that. I've seen pictures of him with, like, you know, collections and shit of it. Um, But even if it wasn't in the same universe, even if you really worked hard on the face, it's just going to be weird to have one actor play Aquaman and Lobo. So who knows if that's even true? We're just interpreting... Him saying, thank you, Maestro. I have some really big news. I can't wait to tell you guys. This is like the happiest day of my life. That's what he said. And yeah. all this type of shit came off of it. Yeah. You hear this, Abe. What do you think about the rumors? You know, is is Andy Machete did such a good job with this Flash movie we never see? Is he going to be doing Justice League 2? Is that what it means? Uh, is Momoa talking about James Gunn as Maestro? You know, Maestro is actually what you call a director no matter what. But, you know, um, and is is he going to play Lobo? What do you think? No. 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 And no. No. I think all that's, I don't think any of that has any kind of weight or any gravity to it whatsoever. I think it's all just people reading into it too much and making stories and making headlines. I don't see him playing because, I, to, frankly, quite frankly, I don't think Jason Momoa's that great personally i think he's a handsome guy and, and he's it's marketable you know but i i didn't like him as aquaman so i don't i think they could have went a whole different direction so if he is lobo that's cool but now and you could also put lobo in a superman movie easily you could also you could also recast aquaman and have jason momoa play, play lobo. lobo no you could do that I, you could do that i agree and with i you. have no problem with that uh, yeah, it's it, it's it's going to be interesting because it's all about so you know say they do get Glenn Powell to play Green Lantern or um I forgot the actor that's rumored from 1917 that might replace Ezra Miller um I can't remember but awesome awesome choice if that's anywhere near true because I was a big fan of 1917 that's oh uh, George George uh, George McKay I believe is his name okay but like it seems like there's changing up Henry's going to stay. He's definitely going to be there. Will Gal Gadot and will oh, Jason Momoa not. continue? Oh, uh, or not. are or are they going to like play this kind of like James oh. Bond where they can cast whoever and keep on continuing or some shit like that? Because we have Henry. Uh, Ezra Miller's definitely getting recast. What do you think about that? Like, what do you think that Gal's going to continue? God, please no. Please no. Please no. I, so you're I, saying find someone else. She's awful. For Diana. She is awful. She's, you know, she, she's she, fine. She, she's fine because they made you think she was fine, and that's not disrespecting you, or you know, your brain and your mental capacity. I'm saying that for everybody because I'm in the same boat. Well, it's like, yeah, I guess. Yeah, you know who? Like, honestly, <laughs> you know, you need an yeah, actress. Sure. She, she's beautiful. She's she's charming. Yeah, yeah she's, sure. She, you know, but the thing is, yeah, the, even this is how I feel honestly about fucking She Hulk too, but I'm not going to even get into it. That's but like cool. to me, I don't know, someone like a Sigourney Weaver should be playing Diana, if that makes sense. Someone with gravitas that's a badass that you could just see playing that role. Now, obviously, honestly, you know, it would be perfect. And I always said it back in the day was like late 90s early 2000 Angelina Jolie where she was fucking on top. Oh man, I wanted her she to would, I, I wanted her to be Wonder Woman at one point. And not only that, I mean she basically played like a Wonder Woman like character mm-hmm. in Eternals. Mm-hmm. So, 
But um, I, it's hard, man. I, I, I don't mind if they recast it, honestly. No. Same thing with Aquaman. I would nope. love Aquaman to kind of like, you know, go back to his roots of being either Greek or Norwegian or something like that. You know, just kind of go back to something else. Uh, maybe, or if you really want to keep the same character, get Roman Reigns to play him. Because him be and cool. Jason Momoa look exactly the fucking same. Yeah, that'd be a good feeling for real. I just, right now, I, uh, they should just be focusing on Superman. That should be like yeah. the this should be their only focus, in my opinion. If I'm in that boardroom yeah. and I'm like, "Hey, man, let's make sure that Henry Cavill, we put him in the best movie possible that you know that'll really make people say, "Wow, wow." You get Spielberg. All right, so so go back to this fantasy. You get Henry Cavill. You get Spielberg involved. Maybe fucking Nolan's going to produce it. Who knows? Who knows why right. he was there? Right. You know, um, and then or write it, or maybe write it. Him and um Jonathan Nolan maybe write the script. Yeah. Um, and and then maybe you know whatever. Here's a question though. The score. The reason why I say that Hans Zimmer did a great score for Man of Steel. Yeah. I did. love Hans Zimmer. Yeah. Did. Uh, John Williams is going to retire soon, but he would definitely come back for an epic movie like this for his buddy Steven Spielberg. And he created the original Superman music for fucking Richard Donner's stuff back in the day. That's true. What do you like? Could you imagine if he kind of combined both scores and you let John Williams fucking John Williams produces the score directed by Steven Spielberg with Henry Cavill as Superman? Oh, my God. Now, I just shriveled up my pants. Now, who's directing this new Indiana Jones movie? Is that Spielberg? Yes. It, it is him, right? Yep. Okay, I wasn't sure. Okay. I, I read, a, read a report the other day talking about they were worried about apparently the test screenings didn't do too good. It's not doing very good with the audiences so far, with what, they, what they're showing them. And, it, and Disney's kind of worried about it. So um, I, wouldn't, I don't want to bank on Spielberg just yet. But, you know, but he, he's the kind of director where he Oh, could, uh, actually, no, he did not. Uh, okay, I, I didn't think the so. new one. The new one is uh, James Manigold, who did uh, Logan and yeah, Three Kind of Yuma, and he did yeah. all, a lot of fucking movies. Well, um, well, um, what's that movie? Um, the movie with um about Johnny Cash. I love that movie. What's that movie? Oh, called? Walk the Line. Yeah, that's one of my favorite movies. Yeah, Walk Beautiful the Line. Movie. He's a great director, James Manigold. Yeah, he's really good. Um, but Spielberg. Yeah, so I wouldn't. I don't want to bank on Spielberg just yet. But you know, um, but if it's gonna be Spielberg, and, and it, now if Jonathan or Chris Nolan's writing it, it kind of makes me think about the level of realism they're going. See, through. I'm also I'm also thinking like, could they be if 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 I keep on saying this guy? Yeah. If, if 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 they're talking to Nolan, they're talking to Spielberg, they're trying to get them involved and stuff. Nolan could do an excellent Superman movie too, as well. I'm not saying that he couldn't. There's also, I mean, I've always wanted. Abe, I, I might have told you about this. I had an idea called Manhunter, where it was a noir movie set in Gotham City, mm. but it's John it's John Jones when he's doing his PI stuff, which is what mm. he does. Yeah. And you know, and then like hit people finding out he's an alien and kind of like blurring the line between crime noir and yeah. sci-fi movie. Yeah. But I always said, I mean, perfect person, Denny Villeneuve, but that would never happen. But Nolan would be able to handle a character like Martian Manhunter really well. Um, there's also... Yeah, I like that. Justice League 2, Andy Muschietti, 
like I love Andy. I, I don't know, you know, based on it, part one and two, if I'd want him to do a Justice League based on that rumor that that we just talked about based off of nothing from what Jason Momoa said. But if you're telling me there's a possibility that either Nolan or Spielberg might do it, that's pretty fucking huge. So I don't know. I, I don't know if I'd want Nolan to do a sheer character or just be around. Maybe it was just maybe it was just them consulting with the two of the guys and like trying to figure out what their directions to do based on opinions from Nolan and Spielberg. It could be just that, you know? And the direct, the, the director is not what concerns me more, more than what, what script are you coming with? Like what, what are y'all coming with story-wise? Because that is the most important thing to me. Um, something that you're not going to have to go in and, and metal and cut something that's just like solid. I don't know if you've seen Andor by chance. No, I have not checked it out, but I've heard really good things. Dude, as a lifelong Star Wars fan, which I'm sure you are as well, I can say this with the most certainty. It is the best Star Wars content ever. Ever made. And it's because they walked oh, in. Um, Abe, ever. I might have lost you, sir. Oh, can you hear me now? Um, can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Hello, hey, buddy, hello, hello. If, if you might be hello. talking and they might be able to hear you, but I can't hear you. Um, unplug your uh, headphones and then plug it back in or whatever you're using. How about now? How about now? Uh-oh. How about now? Okay, we got you, you back. Can you hear me? Stoop. Yeah, I can hear you. Skype okay. sucks. Cool. Yeah. Damn, Skype. No, but um, Andor, man, it's... it's um. It's arguably the best Star Wars content Since ever. Mandalorian. No, no, it's it's it surpasses the Mandalorian. And wow, it's, it's not Mandalorian's not even close. You watch Andor and you're thinking about what kind of awards they're gonna win. Acting awards. All right. I love um, what the hell's his name? Diego Luna. Diego Luna. I think he's a great actor. He's I really kill, do. He's killing it. But it's it's really um, the the thing about this story is it's the supporting cast like they, it's they make you care about every character you know um and you're watching them every one of them and you're following their stories and, but mon mothma do you know who that character is yes so mon mothma it, it's the same young lady who played her in like revenge of the sith i think she played her in rogue one too they had a, like a little cameo but they gave her a chance to really have like you know an actual role some meat to chew on for this show Bro, I'm like, if she doesn't get nominated for Best Actress for an Emmy, I'm going to be so upset. So she is killing it. And I bring all this up to say that it starts with a story. you got to have people that really believe in what they're doing. And they really care. They're not worried about what the fans think. They're, they just believe that they have a story. You know, and it's, and it, and it's great. And that's what the show is. It's not a lot of... um. It's not a lot of fan service, you know, to be honest. It's it's not, you know, and, and I love it. It's it's my favorite TV show <laughs> probably in a long time. And um, so I need them to come with the story and set a good foundation. Even the first Iron Man movie, what a great story. What a great way to begin this journey, you know, that you're about to take us on. This, It's got to be, it can't just be, oh, let's throw Hawkman, you know, Dr. Fate. Like Black Adam, and it's not a bad thing, but it's you know for look. No man, the people you like you know quality. what they're doing. What's that? And I, I I don't really have too much of a problem if this is what it's going to be. You know they have established a lot of stuff 
already mm-hmm. within the DCEU and stuff and a lot of different characters. Yeah. You know, I I really enjoyed this last set of uh, DC mo- uh, animated movies. Uh, I think it started off with uh, Justice League War and then went all the way to the, uh, what was it, the Apocalypse uh, Now? Oh, yeah. Oh, you talk about the Justice League Dark 2? Yes, yes, yes. That, and just a great journey. But, like, all of a sudden, do you, you remember how, like, it was just them? They were, like, the only superheroes. And then, like, you know, two movies in, there's everyone popping up. Mm-hmm. I think that they're kind of saying screw it, and I guess that's partially catch up. The thing about DC, though, Abe, I feel like Marvel is at a lull. It's been proven uh, with business in general, uh, you know, and I think that a lot of people haven't enjoyed this phase much, even the content on Disney Plus, and I, it's I don't think that. It's nowhere to be like worried or anything like that, but I think that there is a little bit of fatigue when it comes to comic book movies right now, and they're not at some of the bigger characters they can reintroduce, like the X-Men, you know, like the Fantastic Four, Doctor Doom, Galactus, as I go on. And they also lost, kind of like we said last time, a lot of their big hitters. Um, you know, and how long can you wait until begging fucking... Robert Downey Jr. to come back and whatnot. But um, DC has the time where they could really get themselves back up there. And with the people in charge, James Gunn specifically, I have a lot of faith in what's going on. And I don't want them to beat Marvel or anything like that. I just would like them to get their shit together. And then eventually, by the end of this phase, Marvel really to come together and introduce some huge characters we all know and we can kind of be out of what I consider a funk right now uh, when it comes to comic book films. Because I don't think they'll ever be where they were a couple of years ago. I think that was like the the golden age, if I, you will. I I don't think there will ever be a comic book movie fatigue. I just think there will be a bad movie fatigue. A, quali- a bad quality fatigue. If they make an awesome movie tomorrow, Black Panther, for instance... It's going to be divisive, and I, I think that's what the that's what the comic book fatigue really is. It's it's the the fact that it dominates the conversation, you know. Like er, you know, everybody has an opinion now about it, and it's the biggest topic when they drop something a trailer or anything. But the quality will never go away, and I say that because of Andor. Andor is like it's it's going on the radar right now. It's not like people don't talk about it every yeah. day all the time, but it's but the, at the best same show. It's like the best. But show. But at the same time. You know, it's coming from Disney, and Andor might have been good, and I hope it is. I want to check it out. Oh, my goodness, bro, I'm telling but, you. <laughs> but, you know, the reason why I haven't checked it out is because of pretty much the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, the Boba Fett series, uh, pretty much yeah. anything besides Mandalorian. Yeah. And even on the Marvel side, they've completely killed my interest. I mean, the last show they really had me was Moon Knight, and I felt like they just kind of... And I like Miss Marvel, too. I thought that was a really cute show. But it's like, I don't know. It, it, it sucks because Mandalorian and, and um, WandaVision were such great shows, and I think they put too much of a high standard for both of their lanes, if you will, that it's been hard to even live up to for a lot of the well, other uh, shows, in my opinion. I think I think Phase 2 of the MCU um, is is relatively similar to phase four and which is weird because they're both the, um, the even numbers but i think they're 
because phase two of the MCU, you, you know, you have Age of Ultron, Iron Man three, um, Thor: The Dark World. Um, yeah, th- there's some movies in that phase that aren't considered to be like the best. Yeah, you know, this is aren't. definitely the phase two. That's why I'm hoping for the last two phases of this. Uh, you know, the infinite. No, no, it's not that. That's that's the uh, the saga from the first one. It's the, the multiverse. Uh, multiverse saga. Um, yes. Ooh. But hey, man, I I I love Marvel though. I mean, I really do. It just, I guess, it's disappointing a little bit, and it sucks that. I mean, I would rather just think that I'm just being a curmudgeon, but I'm hearing the same reception from a lot of people. And when we get to the end of this, I think it's going to be awesome. I'm just like I said. I hope both companies are getting their shit together. I know Marvel's limitation is the fact that they are with new owners, you know, or at least their their heads have changed. It's not Alan Horn in charge of Disney. It's not mm-hmm. um, by Bob Igar. Mm-hmm. And I know Kevin Feige has lost a little bit of his control over everything. I mean, that's kind of noted. And then you look at DC's front, and they're under new management, but they're trying to say, fuck what these people were doing beforehand. You guys create good shit just like Marvel basically did previously before this phase four. Mm-hmm. So it's it's weird, isn't it? It's crazy. Um, hey, man, I, I will always hearken to Peacemaker because it, it, because you take a character. I actually have a book called the most um, the most forgettable comic book characters are the most unknown comic book characters in the history of comic books. It's just a small book that has a collection of these you know, unknown characters, super obscure characters. And Peacemaker's in that book. I've had this yeah. book for like 10 years. <laughs> like, Peacemaker is so obscure. Such an obscure character. And you take him, and you make him so, so um, like, multidimensional. And it, it, he has so many layers to his character. I mean, his history, you know, his father's racist asshole. Like, it's just so much to it. Vigilante, his best friend's a psycho. But he's nice. Like he's a nice guy, but he's super psychopathic. I mean, um, it, it's just if you know, I I don't think I, it doesn't get enough credit for how good it actually was because because Marvel, well, Marvel made you go buy a whole app for their stuff. I think that also hurt them. You know, it's like, hey, we're making this app, and the foundation of it's going to be we're going to have all the Star Wars stuff and we're going to have all the Marvel stuff. I mean, that's really what they sold it on, you know, initially, and we're going to have these shows that only come on here. So you got to buy a Disney Plus if you want to see him. And um, I think for that reason, people have set those super high expectations. You know, like super, oh, this is going to be the best stuff ever. But I don't even look, Dan, at this age where I'm at now, man, I really don't go look. I'm not thinking anything's going to be the best anymore. I just go watch it with a clear mind and just try to have fun and enjoy it. You know, and um, that's the best way to do it, man. I get it. That's it, man. And I had fun with Black Panther. I did, I didn't. I just wanted Namor to be good. I was like, just make Namor good, and I'll be happy. And they did that with flying colors. So I'm really looking forward to Marvel now. Good way to close it out. Um, you know, and, and I, I liked a lot of the stuff in Phase um, Four. I, I loved um, WandaVision, of course. I liked Eternals. I know it's not, you know, <laughs> widely loved, but I like Eternals. I, I think it's very complex. It was, it was them trying to do some different stuff. You know. Um, Black Widow I had fun with. I had fun with Captain America and um, our Winter Soldier and the Falcon or whatever it's called. I, you know, like, but it's just all forgettable. And I think that's what it's all about. Same as Shang-Chi. I haven't revisited Shang-Chi. Like, I don't I've see, watched. I haven't, you know. I haven't uh, sit and watch it. 
Yeah, you know, and that's the thing. It's like, I guess when you're when you're a fan of something, you get like a little bit defensive on its behalf. For sure. And 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 I lo- I love a lot of directors that have you know made comments, and it's you roll your eyes. You understand they look at things differently. They're a little bit more old school. Uh, James Cameron, I'm not looking at you. Actually, I just <laughs> want to say that uh, you have made tentpole films really well and awesome tentpole films. But don't act like your fucking shit doesn't stink compared to Marvel films. Fuck off, actually. Anyway, <laughs> so that was a little statement I had to make. Um, but like Scorsese, Coppola, stuff like that, you know, really in-depth directors. Uh, you have movies within the MCU that have been, I think, great cinema. And yeah. I think that's a difference. Sure. And whether it be Avengers, whether it be Civil War, whether it be Black Panther, Soldier. whether whether it be Winter Soldier, uh, the first Iron Man. I think that there's yes. certain ones that are just a different. Le- the first Guardians of the Galaxy. They're just yes. a different level of great. And uh, I, I wouldn't, but I understand a lot of people love Ragnarok on that same level. It was okay. You know, but yeah, I, I okay. get why people like it. Um, I haven't seen anything besides No Way, and I haven't seen the new Black Panther yet, but besides No Way Home, nothing has put, been anywhere near that. And especially no. the experience in the theater no. with everyone going crazy since Endgame, honestly. I agree. And Infinity War. And it's it just kind of like, come on, guys, get the fucking Galactus, get to Magneto, get to fucking Doctor Doom, some of the best villains. You got Kang, finally. And now let's get the heroes back. And guess what? Don't feel that bad. If you have to, just hear this. Beep, beep. That's a dump truck in Chris Evans and fucking Robert Downey Jr.'s yard dumping money just all over it to get them to come back. I don't care. Don't. Oh, we can't do it because we're there. One's dead and the other one. It doesn't fuck. It's comic books. Just figure it the fuck out. You know what I'm it, saying? Exactly. Exactly. Um. Man, once you watch Black Panther, I think we should have another discussion. We can okay. talk about some more things because, um, you know, I, I definitely don't want to say anything because I want you to have a, a fresh palate when you go watch it. I know you probably, I mean, you know, the internet spoils things all the time, but I I, well, I wanted this, to ask you about one thing. Oh, please. Okay, well, this, this is going to be a spoiler warning. So if you guys are listening to this um, and you don't want any spoilers for Black Panther, just go th- like 30 seconds to a minute. I'm going to ask him a direct question and he'll answer yes or no. And that's it. Okay. Starting now. Does Dr. Doom make an appearance in this? You want to know, huh? Yeah. 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 I I, I don't (laughs) No, He doesn't. Okay, cool. That's fine. All right. We'll wait for like a little bit longer. Yeah. He does not. Okay. If you got to this part, Nothing was revealed, regardless. <laughs> um, so just, just cool. See, and, uh, and now, and 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 I'm not going to go into detail about what you just said, but what I will say is, those are the expectations that we yep. said, and they aren't met, and then we get mad. Well, you know, expectations like Doctor Strange, uh, and the Multiverse of Badness, and sometimes don't pan out. I mean, sometimes yep. they don't pan out because that's Well, you know what? It, you it know? spoiled us because of No Way Home because it did exactly what we thought it, it couldn't do, but we were hoping it would do. It actually delivered. It delivered. So, like, even when more. Multiverse of Madness came out, you were like, yeah. all right, you know? And, I, hey, really, they gave yeah. you a lot. They gave was, you a lot, man. It was really Andrew Garfield, man. That was the one that really sent everybody over the top. 
Because I remember that first time watching it in the movies. That was the one that was like, because people, excuse me, people thought it. They thought, but you know, he kept saying no. You know what I mean? He kept saying no. I'm not in it. I'm not. I don't know. You know. Well, so, dude, I'm I'm still man. hoping, and I'm sure you're just like this. I really want to see Andrew Garfield within the Sony Spider-Man universe, like interacting with Venom, yeah. all those characters. Like, I think he deserves another shot after No Way Home. Because oh, he and was, how about this? Yeah. Do a Scarlet Spider movie, or a Clone Wars fucking movie, or some oh, shit. not man. Clone Wars. Or okay, yeah, yeah, Spider Wars or Spider Verse or any of that stuff. Whatever. Yeah, but Andrew. Andrew, Andrew is is great as it. The only reason I'd want like Toby it was back, called Clone Wars, by the way. It was called Clone Wars. It, okay, it was. was. Yeah, you're not. You're, you're not all, all right. Star Wars, you fucking ripped it off, you bastards. Uh, George Lucas. Uh, you know, I, I didn't even know that they did that. Shut up, George. Anyways, <laughs> I think George. Uh, but, is, I think George is older than Spider Man. Yeah, fair. probably. <laughs> to be fair, it did uh, mention it the first. I'm not apologizing for shit that I <laughs> George Lucas can kiss my ass. Uh, I'm just kidding. I love you, George. You created George's a bunch chilling. of stuff. He's chilling right now. He's chilling. He's listening to Wu Tang Clan because 36, 36 Chambers, man, came out. Yeah. Fucking 29 years on Thursday. I feel old as fuck because next year will be 30 years old. And Midnight, and Midnight Marauders Tropical Quest came out the same day. God damn. Ain't that crazy, bro? No. Uh, ain't, that, ain't that crazy you get those two classic albums on the same day? Yeah, two of my favorites. That's sure. amazing. That shows the difference of the times. Yep. Now we're lucky to get one of those a year. An album of that of that quality and that caliber. It's sad, man. I can it is. You. It is what it is, though. It's not for us. It's for the kids, man. It's for the kids. Uh, <laughs> Wu-Tang Clan's for the kids, man. What yeah, are you talking it was, about? It, it, we, we, we were the kids. <laughs> We we used to be the kids, and it was for us. And we're Dude, not, seriously, we're not if you're anymore. younger and you're listening to this, I know that we probably sound like two grandpas, but just get uh, fucking Wu-Tang, 36 I'm Chambers. More, yes. Listen I'm more rugged than slave man boots. New recruits. I'm fucking up MC troops. I make loot and trample shit because I stunk a mud hole in that ass because I'm straight out the swamp. Classic. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Classic. Dude, I just remember being young, just being young. Fuck, I think I was living in Buffalo at the time. That was in 93, mm-hmm. so probably 94-ish, yeah. And just, like, watching a music video, and it was Protect Your Neck, and I was like, there's eight of these guys, and there was no chorus in the whole entire right? fucking song. Yeah, I don't think was... that ever been done. Well, <laughs> it, it had, but that was definitely a, a definitely um, a, an um, off-the-wall strategy for making music back then for sure like nine dudes rap eight dudes no hook <laughs> man that if you haven't it. if you haven't checked out anyone out there if you haven't checked out wu-tang and american saga check it out on uh hulu really good yeah, series it's a, that was a good it's show. not 100 percent real i can tell you that but it's a no. fun fucking television show yeah it's fun yeah. i i enjoy it and the music if just for the music alone that's an, enough reason to watch it you know the music is legendary man Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang forever. Wu-Tang, Wu-Tang forever. I, I'm doing the symbol right now. All day, uh, man. All day. Wu-Tang. What the fuck were we talking about? Oh, we were talking about, um, we were just talking about Kang and, um... Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. We were talking about, you know? we about Clone Wars and, um... Yeah, we started with Clone Wars. Oh, yeah. Wars. No, Andrew, Andrew, I would love to see him yep. utilize like that. It would be great to see Tom Hardy's Venom and fucking... Uh, Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. I don't ever need to see Toby back, 
unless Sony wanted to do the Spider Girl stuff, the MC2 stuff, and had Toby play the dad, I'd be okay with that. But you know, I'm I'm cool. I guess this kind of leads into our last conversation before we kind of get out of here. Um, there is mixed reports. Apparently, it might be just one movie, but there's also rumors it might be six movies. But apparently, regardless. Tom Holland is negotiating some new contracts for some Spider-Man films that might be up to six films. Abe, do you want to hear the uh, the uh, what's rumored as what he'll be a part of? Man, I love to hear this nonsense. Please let me hear. Okay, yeah it it just sounds too good to be true. That's why it's like let's hear. Um, the fucking website's fucking up because they have a million goddamn ads. Yeah, oh. man. There's no way that they've they planned that. Many what films, what I heard with John Campia is that they're that they're negotiating a movie or a couple movies, but like six. Now this would be apparently three of Tom's stuff movies, like another trilogy, and then three films he's involved in, as far as like Avengers films. So where the fuck is the goddamn list? I mean that's not too off kilter because I mean you do have Avengers King Dynasty and you have the other Avengers or Secret Wars coming up. So to do you like you can't do a Secret Wars movie without spider-man he can't no so, so it makes sense that he's going to be in that already of, of course you know um you might even be able to sneak venom in there you might be you might even be able to sneak the, the symbiote in this way you know well the symbiotes on earth remember it peace yeah off of, uh, yeah yeah i feel yeah. like that's gonna happen because it, it should honestly at this point so i can't yeah. find the exact list but the the rumor is that he was gonna start in come back in born again on the dear devil show, make an appearance on that. Uh, and then he was oh, going to be please, a, no. new, a, a new trilogy and then followed with three films. He'd be a part of, of the end of this uh, saga. So um, it's interesting. Uh, I love Tom Holland. I just, I know this kid, there's got to be part of him. And it really seems like it, that maybe does not want to play Spider-Man anymore because that's what he's known for now, and maybe wants to do some other stuff. He's a damn good actor, but if he wants to stick around, get paid big bucks, he is kind of like the, I mean, one of the the last, and he's one of the younger ones, but like one of the last guys from the old regime of Avengers. So, I don't know. Um, I'm I love a, Tom Holland. I'm assuming they wanted to try to make him one of the faces of the future. I mean, you know, I mean. Because I don't think the Captain Marvel thing is going is working the way they planned. I don't think Brie Larson was as accepted as they wanted initially. Um, and and you know and that's fine. Oh. So, so right now they're looking for a face. It's like I think that's what they're doing right now. You know, then you you lose T'Challa, which was I mean, come, that just sucks. You know, they, and that wasn't planned. You know, should have recast him. I agree. I'm 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 with you on that, bro. I'm in that camp. I'm like, you know what? Just recast him. No disrespect to Chadwick Boseman, but man. Well, no, it's it's honestly the the thing is from what his brother says, he didn't want the character to be like just go away because of him. He wanted the yeah, character man. to continue. Yeah, and bro. Yeah. I've heard his brother talk about it in interviews and stuff. So unless he's lying for no reason, which he's his fucking brother, I kind of have reason to believe him. And it makes sense because when it comes down to it, the dynamic of the character and the importance of what he represents is more important, unfortunately, than the actor, mm-hmm. especially if it's a tragic thing like that. Um, they're looking for a face. Do? They're looking for a face right now, looking for 
you know, somebody they can make their new Tony Stark. Yeah, and I heard Riri shows up in it. She uh, does, man, and and I and I thought she did a really good job with what they had. But I can tell you this: this is non-spoiler, non-spoiler whatsoever. This is something I'm going to tell you, and I want to see if you felt the same way. I feel like they used Riri the same way they used America Chavez. Yeah, that's I could see that. I mean, I, honestly, use it the same way. Do you want my my opinion on something? Please. I I don't know if it's if it's known or not, but I really feel like Disney is a fucking company that uses uh, situations like that of having a character from a different race or whatever and promoting it and having him as a background character in reality or making a big deal of it, and they're just doing that as capital gain to get people to come into seats and watch movies. And I think it's kind of disgusting, and no one else. I, I feel like no one calls them out about it, and Marvel's been doing it in comic books for years now. So instead oh, of exploiting actual great characters Marvel. that are there that you mm-hmm. could choose, they decide to make kind of like a, hey, we're doing this. Yeah. Throw money at us. And yeah. I, and like with American Chavez. I love American Chavez as a character. They did just fucking treat her like, oh, what, what the fuck was she? The Partly the MacGuffin, partly, I don't know, that movie was... Now, Riri had more, she definitely had more, um, now, what Riri was, this is no spoiler at all, because we all know they have an Ironheart show, <laughs> Ironheart show coming out. You know, I think we all know that. Now, it's coming out in this next phase, so it'll be out soon. And they've already shot it. So, um, this was just the commercial for that. Okay. And that's not spoiling anything, you know what I mean? Because, you know, you know. She had a show coming out. So they're like, hey, get let's get everybody ready for this girl because she's gonna have her own show. You know? And uh, and you're gonna watch it, hopefully. And you know, um I I, I thought she was a better she's a better character than America Chavez because the movie's better than Doctor Strange. So she it's a better character, but um this new phase, man, it just felt like a lot of a lot of DCing, if that's a phrase I'm gonna make up. Yeah, DCing. It was like, hey, is it weird that it seems like companies are switching concepts right now? Yeah, Yeah, it was like instead of just making a solid film, like you said earlier, man, just making a good piece of work, it just happens to have these characters in it, you know. But make it quality over quantity. Is I'm a strong believer in that when it comes to anything, really. It's like just take your time and make, you know, make quality, man. And Black Panther, Ryan Coogler. I want I want to give props to Ryan Coogler. I want to say that he is a phenomenal director. To to do what he had to do with what he was given, um, he handled it well. I would love to see them give one of these big Avengers movies to him if if yeah. he was if he was willing to do it. You know, I don't know if he's willing to take that much of his of his life, but um, he's fantastic. His track record is is, is splendid. I mean, you know. Oh yeah. Fruitful Station, fucking Creed 1 and yes. 2, Black Panther. He's yes. an incredible director. I love his eye. I love the tone that he brings mm-hmm. to his films. It's very specific. He's mm-hmm. got that kind of 70s director quality mm-hmm. to him, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um I I don't know like I would love him to try an Avengers, but if if it wasn't that and he didn't want to do Black Panther per se, there's got to be another character you could take a crack at as well. Like he's a really fucking just good director. You know? He's fantastic. I mean, he could do. I, I'm I'm sure he could do anything. Um, he he's he's he gets his actors to act. 
that's one of the reasons I like him. Like, it's not just corny and cardboard. You know, like we get, you know, I like walking out of a movie and having dialogue that I remembered, you know, or scenes that I remembered, yeah. or, or lines that I remembered. And this movie had a lot, tons of them, you know, where I felt it. And I was, and I even choked, got choked up on a couple of parts. I was like, I need that, you know. Um, he get that's that's his direction. He demands it. You can see he demands his actors to act. Like, hey, we're gonna do this thing, man. And um, that's some another reason I like um the the Russos. Another reason I like them in the MCU. You know, yes, all the movies they directed, they got the best performances they could out of their actors. And um, Russos are someone I like to do the opposite. I like them to have like a smaller. You know, yeah, character yeah, maybe to try yeah. next time instead of something so grand. Yeah, but I'd love yeah. to give Kugler the chance to like step up, if you will. I don't know what he has. I mean, this is crazy. I know a lot of people said this for the uh, I forgot. Oh man, uh, Werewolf by Night, but I forgot the composer that directed that. Um, what? What Black Panther? No, Werewolf by Night. Oh, um, uh, Michael Giacchino. Michael, G, he did a great job, and a lot of people are saying because they're having that problem with uh, Blade, you know, they need someone to like jump in the role, maybe consider him. And I, I like that idea, but that's a very. No. What about a Ryan Coogler Blade? Now, if you're talking about, now I'm glad we're, we're still on the same topic, getting ready to close things up. I know the Marvel. This is what Marvel needs to do, in my opinion, make more one shots. Make yeah. do do that more. Make more yeah. Werewolf by Nights because we haven't talked about that all night. I'm glad you brought it up. Werewolf by Night was phenomenal. Um, honestly, please. It might be if we're not counting No Way Home because it's a Sony movie. It's definitely so far my favorite thing they've done this phase. I'm right there with you, my guy. I'm right there with you. like that in the Black Shang Chi is 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 would be after that, but it still would be a drop after. I love that fucking thing. Um. They made you care about those characters in one hour. Like, Elsa Bloodstone, I thought she was the best new addition to this phase, maybe yet. Like, I was like, I want to see more of her. You know what I mean? I, I, I want to see more of her. She's badass. <laughs> she is awesome. Yeah, she's well, awesome. Her attitude and everything was snappy. Um, um, Gabriel, um, Gab- what's his name? Gar- Gar- Garcil, Gar- I forget his name. <laughs> well, you know what I'm talking about. The guy who played yeah. um, Werewolf by Night, who played Jack Jack Russell. He was fantastic. Um, the man thing. Just we need. They need to do more one-shots where you just do, hey, an hour thing, you know, introduce maybe your Ghost Rider that way. Maybe your, myst- you know, your mystical characters, your, your Marvel Knights, your lower-level characters. Just introduce them. Don't give them whole shows. You know, don't give them a whole show. Just little one-shots. Just little one-shots. And boom. And if we see them in a movie perfect if we don't we don't have to you know it has nothing to do with anything i think we they need more of that werewolf by night was like i remember when i watched it bro it was like a breath of fresh air yeah i was like i was like whoa this is this marvel really thank you i know and it reminded me of universal monsters it reminded me of yes uh sin city it was just that 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 whole take and the colors but it's colors being red and like yellow sometimes Mm -hmm. like Mm-hmm. But the black and white, it was awesome. I, I love that, and I hope. Mm-hmm. But but kind of getting back to it, you know, a lot of like G, they, a lot of people said since they don't have a director right now for Blade, mm-hmm. Giacchino would be a good choice based on that. And I know he did a great job directing that. He's a great composer. I don't know 
you know, but like, what about, I don't know if you'd want to do it because he just did Black Panther 2 and everything, but what about Coogler stepping in and doing Blade? Um, I guess I'm just not as excited for Blade as everybody else is. It's one of those ones where I'm like, if if they make it, then cool. If they don't, I'm... Blade's a subsidiary character to me. He always has been. Um, well, you know, so you you know what's kind of weird, honestly, is the fact that we're not going to see him interact with Morbius. And if yeah. people read the comics, those are yeah, they're always fucking yeah. fighting or together, yeah. whatever. Yeah. So exactly, you know, are in are some kind of interaction with Spider Man, you know, which could happen. Sh- Do you think they're building the Marvel Knights, maybe, or not the Marvel Knights, the uh, the goddamn it, the oh, yeah, the villain um, group, the um, they got sons a, of. They have a video game coming out right now. What's it called? Midnight Suns. Yeah. Do you think? All right. We got Moon Knight. You know, yeah. we have Werewolf by Night. We have Man uh, Thing. Blade coming out. We have Man mm-hmm. Thing. Uh, I don't think Morbius is going to come over, but you know, there's a lot of different characters. You could do that. I'm sure That'd Ghost Rider is coming. I'm sure Ghost Rider is not too far away, and um, you you already have Doctor Strange. You know, you you mutants will be coming soon. I could I could see them going that route, but. Once again, they don't need to give themselves too much. They gotta yeah. keep it. They gotta keep it simple, man. It's like this is where they'll end up losing fans. Especially, you know, people will stop caring. They're gonna not want to keep up with all the shit y'all keep doing. You know, it's gonna end up being like, man, it's too much. I gotta watch this to watch this to watch this to get this. I had to see this to understand this, and you know, and it's just gonna become too convoluted, which it already ha- it already has. You know, um. I just wanted to simplify it. I thought I felt like Black Panther was very simple. You know, <laughs> it didn't try to stuff a million things in it. It was just like, hey, Namor's introduction. Let's make sure we take time on that. Let's make sure we make that, you know, the the showcase. And they did it well. Oh, oh man, I, it was refreshing. So I'm looking forward to watching it. I might watch it again, actually, on Wednesday. Um, a friend of mine wanted to go in a matinee. So I might go watch it again. And... <laughs> It's long though. I, I will say that they could have snipped it maybe about fifteen to twenty minutes, but it's, it's all long. the movies have to be fucking two and a half hours nowadays. <laughs> right. I swear to God, right? Like, I mean, I love them, but it was great when movies were like a buck thirty to two hours tops. It was really days. cool. Miss those days, man. What are you gonna do? Nothing. What are you gonna do? Nothing. All right. Well, I think we uh, we talked a lot about different things, and I think that awesome. we got to the uh, end of the conversation. Abe, uh, thank you so much for joining me. Why don't you say goodbye to all the lovely people and plug whatever you'd like before we get out of here. People, thank you for having me. If you ever want to talk about Marvel or DC or Image or any kind of comic stuff, check out Super Geek Trivia on Instagram and Facebook. Check out Hyper Entertainment on Facebook. All we do is talk about geek shit. And I'm also, I want to say rest in peace to Kevin Conroy. Um, oh, the, man. The, 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 the definite batman um he is the batman of my childhood i'm sure dan's and then so many other kids childhoods he spanned generations so um rest in power gone but never forgotten kevin conroy yes big rest in peace to kevin conroy the voice of batman i posted and, a clip and gallagher sorry excuse me and gallagher Just want to put and the comedian gallagher who <laughs> liked to squash watermelons definitely <laughs> but um, please what clip you did you put up uh, on my Facebook page, <laughs> you, you can find it if you put. What I actually have no idea. I guess Kevin Conroy, Dark Knight, 
but someone it, it's not the greatest but someone dubbed the last scene and i think they did that recently just you know because of this uh the last scene of the dark knight where gordon's talking to batman and batman saying you know i'm gonna have to be the villain well they took something that kevin conroy did um it wasn't he he wasn't doing it in a sound booth he was doing a cold reading and i don't know if it was at like a fucking convention or whatever mm-hmm. but they dubbed it in and his voice is there instead of christian bales and it's pretty fucking magical so if you want to check that out like i said i guess uh, search the dark knight kevin conroy or some shit but i was watching the animated rest. series last night man hey man i was watching it too man just he he was he's one of those voices. Uh, I love I love hearing Mark Hamill talk about you know <laughs> yeah the Batman or just how good of a person he was and um just sucks. Sixty six is pretty young, man. But that's the beauty of a, that's the definition of legacy, and he will live forever because we'll and be watching we'll be watching the he, Justice League and that stuff for the rest of our lives. And at least he got to play Bruce Wayne live action one time. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. That was pretty cool. Man, that's what's up, man. But thanks for having me, man, as always. No problem. And on that note, I am Dane Alves. Follow me at DaneAlves42 on Twitter or DaneAlves on Facebook. Uh, Just message me. We can talk about some of this stuff. And listen to all our episodes for new listeners of uh, Wrestling Geeks Alliance, a wrestling show I do with my buddy Christopher. We have that show recorded on Saturday. Get it out by Sunday. Uh, so check that out if you like pro wrestling. Check out Dane Rants. I do these periodically. And have a great night. Let the Geek Fives be with you. And as always, peace out. <laughs>